Grabs the sugar bowl and shoves the content right into his pocket. <laughs> because, because, believe it or not, new Sky Mobile is different. Oh, it's, it's new. We take your 3G and we give it back to you. The people. Um. <laughs> Oh, oh, I missed the trick with that excellent one. Excellent start. <laughs> <laughs> He's going to do the voice. Um, oh. Do the voice. Uh, oh, God. <laughs> oh, dear. Well, that's it for this week, everyone. Yeah. Thanks for tuning in. We've peaked. <laughs> Goodbye. It's not going to get better than that, guys. Sorry. <laughs> no, no. Peep, peep over here. Peep, peep right up our bustles and trussets. Because uh, so you're listening to... It's not even a word, but it is now. You're listening to Big Damn Cast, episode 463. Uh, this 110. Is the, the, one, the one where we buy a monkey. Yeah. Uh, and I haven't got the money for a monkey. Right. You didn't buy me. Racism. I can say it. <laughs> oh, they've gone down a dark path already. <laughs> We started well. Yeah, we're doing good. In case you're wondering what the hell's going on, uh, I'm Christopher Great Big Barrel of whatever the heck is scraped out of rowing boats at the end of a long, hot summer, Johnson. I'm Matthew Tubbs of Fun Watson. I'm Charlie Overstaying My Welcome to Mellow. Yay! <laughs> Charlie's back. Yes, he is. Back, back again. again. Charlie's back. back. Tell your friend. friend. Please. At some point, I, I could use one. <laughs> just one. <laughs> just one. Well, you you got two here today, sir. Yes, I do. I'm surrounded by them. Two gentlemen <laughs> who are going to spout pop culture bollocks in your We're ears, enveloping you, and and talk <laughs> shit, lucky boy. But for 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 the sake of the listeners who are obsessed with continuity, how the devil have you been? Since I've been very I've been well. With Coco. Yeah, yeah, it was. Oh, yeah, I was actually re-listening to it. I was. It was episode eighty-four. I want to say I was last here. I believe that's correct. Yeah, uh, yeah. So yeah, yeah, twenty plus weeks. Oh yeah, that's a lot of weeks. Um, <laughs> so in, that's in that time, I've managed to weeks. renege on my promise to Tom Monte, <laughs> and Indeed. I I didn't watch Transporting Two. Unfortunately, I did buy it. It's hey. still sat in the cellophane in my house. Oh. Other than that, that's just that that's been it really. <laughs> just, just, <laughs> you've been staring just, at it just, just, just looking at Trace Point. <laughs> no, things have been well. Things have, yeah, things things have been good. Uh yeah, I am I'm, I'm happy and I'm healthy. Happy, healthy, hearty and hale. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Where that came from? Have I liked it? The 1940s, I think. Yeah. <laughs> just, just Look at like, you. Fine. How do you do? Uh-huh. Wasn't that the name of his barbershop quartet before he dropped Happy, Hearty, Healthy and just joined up with Pace? <laughs> hey! That's terrible. 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 And, and all of our demographic annoying, I don't Wait, understand what? what that reference is. Just sort of knowing that kind of polite way of just nodding along. Yes, yes. Like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Apart, uh-huh. from the, apart from the three people who've seen Survival. You would, like, yeah. Because they're, yeah. they're in the last yeah. classic Doctor Who story. I see. Guest stars. Uh, take a shot. Matt's brought yes. up Doctor Who already. I can't take a shot. I am driving. And he's responsible. You up the wall! Um, hello and welcome to our show, finally, after all that 
preamble nonsense. Uh, t- today we are going to be talking These about sequences are getting ridiculous. Yeah, they are getting ridiculous. You mm. should see the post credits ones though. Uh, <laughs> we're going to talk about the uh, first introduced from the new Terminator movie. We're going to talk about Star Wars Episode mm. Nine entering production. We're going to talk about the new Venom trailer. Mm. We got some more stuff about Guardians into the Galaxy. I saw Hotel Artemis and some other stuff as well, and also your emails. Um, so yeah, let's talk Terminator. Let's talk. Why Term- just? Why? Yeah. Terminator, so, why? So, Termin- this yeah, is, can, yeah. This is the. This is. Fifth? Sixth. It's Terminator the sixth movie. It's the sixth Terminator movie. We have movie. one, we have two, we have three, we have Salvation, we yes. have Genesis. 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 Um, and we have now the as yet untitled Terminator film. Now, returning. With Linda Hamilton returning as Sarah Connor. Yeah. And also with. Small um, mercies. Uh, Natalie Reyes, and uh, no, Natalia Reyes, sorry, I can't read, as as Danny Ramos, Mackenzie Davis as Grace, and I Sarah like... Connor as, as, as Sarah Pass played by Linda Hamilton. Linda Hamilton, yes. Yeah. Who looks... With a congresswoman haircut for some reason. Her, her, her in... She does look like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. She does like look like she's on the kind of one of those weird campaign ads. Well, her and Jamie Lee Curtis have got that thing going on of like, they are returning to old franchises as complete badasses in their, what, 60s? Mm. At least, yeah. yeah. But with a congresswoman haircut in this case. Yes, yes. yeah. I mean, I'll yes. admit, Linda Hamilton's hair has looked better. Jamie Lee Curtis has just got the cool short head. Cool buzz, cool yeah. Cool thing going on. And then on. in Halloween, yeah. she's got spaniel ears. Yeah. She's got big, like, dangly yeah. white curtains. <laughs> It, so yeah, what, why? why? Why Terminator? Why? What do we know about this? We don't know anything about this. We know Tim Miller's well, directing it. Tim Miller's directing it. It's, it's the project that he was immediately snatched up for the moment it, it was announced he would be doing Deadpool 2. Um, James Cameron grabbed him and pulled him over to yeah. the, 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 the Terminator James, James Cameron's producer on this. He's not directing. Yeah. He's too busy with his 17 Avatar sequels. That we'll never see. <laughs> We're never go- I will be so shocked if they come out. Avatar I, 2, 3, 4, 5 are all coming out when Kingdom well, Hearts 3 comes out. Terry Gilliam's when, done when, when Black and Silver yeah, comes yeah, out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so we need a new film that's oh. going to be in production for I the I don't know what makes it as well, because what, what is... the Galaxy 3. <laughs> oh, uh, we'll get to that. Yeah. Uh, um, also, I mean, James Cameron being involved as a producer yeah. is indicative of kind of nothing at this point, because he... In the most cynical way possible. Oh god, I know what you're going to say. Did yeah. the whole um, the, the, this is a return for the franchise? Oh, you are yeah, going. Yeah. You like the first two movies? You're going to love this. Like Genesis, like, it was. He just hawked it up, and it was like you. You don't need to know any of them apart from the first yeah. two. This is the true continuation. Yeah. That's apparently what's happening here. Yeah. This one is that's ignoring, been happening since like 1992. It, yeah. it's ignoring everything apart from Terminated One and Two. So but it's the, ignoring Rise of the Machines, it's ignoring Salvation, it's ignoring Genesize! Swear. Um, it, so, what, and that's... Well, it's kind of like what we've all been doing yeah. anyway. Yeah, kind of. <laughs> it's it's what they were rumoured to be doing with the Neil Blomkamp Aliens movie that never materialised because Ridley, Ridley Scott, Scott doesn't want us to have nice things. Um, oh yeah, yeah, and that it was going to ignore Alien 3 and three. 4. Yeah, mm. and be a sequel to 2. Yeah, okay. To aliens... But that's a weird sort of newish trend, isn't it? To go a, like yeah, to get to exactly. a point in the franchise and just go, yeah, this middle chunk, we're gonna just take that out, that. For, pretend it didn't happen, and carry on. I mean, with it, what ha- Halloween's doing it this year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Halloween's yeah. pretending none of it exists apart from the original carpet at Halloween. 
So yeah. I like there's I suppose there's a reason sometimes, mm-hmm. but it is weird that it is almost like a, oh this is what we're gonna do now. This is our thing. As a, I mean, yeah. it can't, it can't work. We're gonna revisit our original work. Fox have been doing it with every single X Men movie. They ignore all the others. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> has that been, well, this thing has that been working? No, well, yeah. It's, uh, Apart yeah, from Deadpool two, which spent way too much time discussing Logan. To the well, point where it was like, if is, someone's not seen Logan before seeing this, you've just ruined. There the is, of course, of also uh, on a on a slight tangent, the sort that's of, unusual for us. <laughs> I know, right? This the, the up in the air uh, nature of the next two X Men films. Mm. Um, oh, because of the yes, uh, but we'll get to the we'll hows and the whys of that in a little while. That's that's, um, that's wonderfully coincidental because your first big dumb cast was talking about New Mutants. It, well, oh my god, it was, yeah. Because yeah, the trailer had just which, dropped. Well, no, that was supposed to be coming out in April which yeah. is come and gone. It, yeah. it got put back by a year yeah. and both it and Dark Phoenix which are both in the can Mm. And, really? And done. New, new done. Done some I don't know Dark Phoenix was done. I, didn't, I don't know if the, the effects work was all done, but no, the principal photography was finished. Yeah, they had there had been test screenings. Yeah, of so Dark people Phoenix. on Reddit have been talking about wow. a pre pre VFX yeah. cut of it being test screened. Yeah. And New Mutants went back into reshoots specifically to pick up some shots, but to add another character. So yeah. Sure. Sure, that's, yeah. Gonna, yeah. that's gonna work. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's that, that, always a good that idea. That seems like a seamless Let's thing to add do. For another a character, to add in a new yeah. character. In. Fuck that. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, back to the. But yeah, so what, we why? know no. As it stands, we, between the three of us, we know nothing. We know the type. We know that it's not got a title. We know, we know the lack directing. of title. <laughs> we know they keep referring we to know. it as a a reboot sequel. It's out November Instead next of just year. a sequel. Reboot no. sequel. It's uh, November twenty second, okay. twenty nineteen, at the moment. Um, That's what all of them have been meaning to be, though. Like every single one. Like, like, like yeah. with the third one, that was like, oh no, this whole thing was an inevitability. The yeah. the the, you know, the I, previous two doesn't, doesn't I matter. I think there's some fun to be had with the third one. I don't dislike the third one. No. I think it's bad, yeah. but then, yeah. I don't dislike it. But then with Salvation, that in itself was kind of a reboot sequel. Going, oh, we're going to do it from the perspective of those in the future yeah. from a different yeah. time. And they kind of leaned into the idea that because three had happened, things weren't happening the way they originally had. So. All the foreknowledge that yeah. Sarah had from Kyle in the first timeline was now skewed out of whack yeah. and skewed. But then he didn't do anything interesting with it because yeah. he didn't do anything interesting with that entire film. Well, I, it's I, boring. It's really boring. <laughs> I, I, I liked because when I saw clips of it, I liked the aesthetic and I liked the kind yeah. of it was um... because ev- anyone who saw the first two, the first two Terminator movies, have looked at the. Um, the future war stuff have gone. I want to see that movie. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, then yeah, it was yeah, that exactly. excitement. It was like, oh, that's what we're getting. And then it was just, just dull as fucking dishwater, man. You're really boring. It was, anyway, yeah. so that that was that in itself was supposed to be a kind of rebooty sequel. Then Genesis was <laughs> that left. That, that that's left. why they spelt it that way for him. Who's ba- he's back? By the way, what is he back for six? Yeah, he's back for six. He said he'd be back. Well, has he? Has he? He's not missed one yet. No. Well, he, he his loaned, image has not missed one yet. Yeah. 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 <laughs> he loaned his likeness, didn't he, to Salvation? Come so, well, yeah. Once yeah, is yeah. it just going to just keep ticking along until yeah? So we got no. Well, even then, even if we don't have any or more Arnold, it may still tick on. It, yeah, it will still tick on somehow. Somehow. This this franchise is going to continue. Uh, we've also got. Game it'll Room. never stop. And got... it absolutely, it absolutely will not stop. We've also got Gabriel Luna and Diego Bonetta 
joining the cast. I don't know what those those guys have done. So I, I couldn't I, tell you. I can't. No, I couldn't tell you. I couldn't. Tell um, you. It looks. Yeah, it's three women, grimy who look like badasses. Do, like, do, what, it looks more like want? Salvation than anything, which yeah, is worrying. It's washed out. It's grim. It's probably it mod- not going to be as good as the set? Sarah Connor Chronicles. Is it modern day? Yeah, it kind of. Does. I believe so. It does yeah. look. Yeah, it doesn't yeah. look futury, and it doesn't look past. Well, because Linda Hamilton is as old as she is. So, but yeah. she was always she's always been as old as she is. Yeah, but exactly. So, and so always, but there's always time travel. This will set. This, if this is so. set in the modern day, yeah, then that, so Judgment Day has been put back again. Yeah, it makes no it Assuming makes no it. sense for her to be for it to be set too far off the modern day because she is as old as she is. Mm. See, what I want to know is, do I have to watch the first Train Spotting to understand T two? Yes. <laughs> okay, just checking. Just you checking. have to watch Terminator to understand Train Spotting two. Okay, and you have to watch Terminator two to understand Train Spotting one. Right, Charlie, crack open the cell phone. <laughs> Um, apparently, what's the saying? Um, <laughs> we need to have a completely warped movie night. <laughs> oh yeah, no, yeah. yeah. Watch no. Terminator and Transpoint yeah. Two. Well, uh, yeah, I'll have a T two night. <laughs> I've got nothing. I've got nothing about plot in this particular the, article. The T two marathon. Every movie called T two. Yeah, think, I think this one. No, but there's two of them. I think this one is, is about the, the beginning of the robot revolution. Secret of the Universe. again. Sorry, I think this one is about the beginning of the robot revolution. Again. Uh, sure. Because, because sure. of course it is. I mean, I'm interested to see a Tim Miller directed action flick again. Absolutely. So this is his second movie, isn't it? It is his second movie. Yeah. Uh, well, wait, was Deadpool his first? Deadpool was his oh, first yeah. feature, yeah. What? He, he was a, he was a thing, animation and set thing director for his I video game know. company. Right, okay. They did the Deadpool test footage and then, yeah, he was like, you will direct the film because you get it. And it's like, great. And then you will not direct the sequel because we're having disputes apparently about the story. I was very very disappointed with the way the story went in the second one. Yeah. They just just pulled the biggest blunder they could right at the start of that film. Mm. And it soured the whole experience for me. Um, I will continue to avoid it. uh, (laughs) It's fun to be had in it. Yeah, absolutely. But the way they handled the plot Particularly for me to put a downer on the whole they, thing. They, well, there's fun to be had in other things. So, there is fun I, to be had in other things. I will, I will. More fun. So <laughs> one would argue. There, there we have it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but will there be fun for Terminator Six? Yeah. No. No. Well, yeah. Slash what are you? Well, are, you, are you? Are you at all optimistic? No, no. I was almost Austrian. No, are you, I are, you not. Not. are you at all optimistic about my new movie? Arnold, Christ! Hi, how you doing? There's no um, reason they can't do another Terminator. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there's no reason they can't do another Terminator. But is there? Should they? Well, it's like we talked. We talked. Did we mention last week that Neil Blomkamp's doing a new RoboCop? Yes, yeah, we touched on it briefly. Yeah, yeah. I, I haven't got. He's, yeah, do, he's got doing a new RoboCop that is a sequel is to the a reboot. sequel to the original. Oh, rather right, a sequel to the reboot, but based gonna... on the original script for RoboCop Two. The Frank Miller script? No, the other original script for RoboCop 2. Oh, wait, hang on. I know! <laughs> but isn't it, isn't it, isn't it a hmm. sequel to the 2010 reboot? No. It's so a Joel sequel Kinnaman's to the original. Oh, the 2014 Robocop. So Joel Kinnaman's nowhere to be seen. Uh, apparently not. And it's, apparently it's a sequel to the original. But the thing with the... Like, it's such, it's such a product of its time. Rambo again. So, like. to, to do a, if, if, if they're doing a lift of a script that would have been written... Yeah. In the early 90s, nearly, late 80s? Nearly all... Of Nearly everything that isn't Robocop misses the point of Robocop. Mm. Yes. Yeah. Robocop 2 is alright. It's pretty good. 
and it hits a lot of the same satirical notes. And it's got the oh, you mean everything else? Everything else Robocopy. Yeah, everything else. Everything else misses the point. Yeah, everything else that isn't Robocop and Robocop Two that has a Robocop name on it. Sure, sure, sure. Misses the point fucking completely. Because yeah, there was a cartoon, wasn't there? Was there? A cartoon, there was toys. There was a live action TV show. Yeah, which There's span out of the third several, movie. Yeah. There are several um, live action TV and straight to video movies. Um, sure, sure. Some of which are re edits of the live action TV show, some of which are originals. Um, they all fucking missed the point of Robocop. Like, they're, and they're all PG. Because they they're all like, oh, well, you know, Robocop is about a cool robot policeman. It's like, no. no, no, it isn't. No. <laughs> it's not at all. The remake sort of did it, but it addresses not enough. I, 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 there are there are things to admire. In yeah, there the are new things one to that, I, in that I like the way that they have the kind of um, the sort of the totalitarian, like, yeah, uh, the sort of uh, global bully kind of side of things of having. It, it, it brings does, things. It brings things yeah. into modernity in a way that is admirable, but it doesn't lean into it nearly hard no, enough, no, and, really. and it's, it it's gets, hampered by its own age rating. It gets caught up in the cool robot policeman stuff. Yes, when it should be focusing on the satire, because it it actually has a decent setup for a modern satire. I think all the Sam Jackson yeah. stuff. I think like that, that, that kind of tone. Could have like that if they if they'd lent into that kind of stuff. Yeah. I think that it would have been because that that the, his stuff is that I'd buy that for a dollar. Yeah, basically. basically. Like, uh, but post, in the unfortunate, yeah. yeah, it is this kind of like cool motorbike, flipping up visor, yeah. sexy cult Joel Kinnaman. Which again, they sort of comment on in the film, but they don't do it. They don't do it with that yeah. that wink and nod. Uh, it's mm. more of a. Oh, we've referenced it, so we can move on. Yeah, now. like yeah. if they were to have this sort of slick, cool, attractive robot policeman performing these kind of horrific acts of uh, sort of police brutality, but people to kind of accept it in the way the film's presenting it, like if the, if the public within the film were to go, oh no no he's he's protecting seven and all the things to admire, yeah. but in fact what he's doing is actually horrifying. Yeah, because of He's slick. He's cool. He's attractive, and then that can kind of be this kind of meta kind of thing that, that uh, I th- that could have potentially been a thing that would have been really interesting. But it didn't. It didn't do any of that. Really. Is, because they can't make that PG thirteen and sell tickets. Yeah, and also yeah, also yeah. then to, to to comment the too much on things. It. Or yeah, too if, political. If, if you're making too much of a commentary when you've got a bunch of other people's money, yeah, tied up in your thing, and then oh, those people's no. money are usually the people that you're commenting against. Yes, so that, um, that that can be a tricky a tricky thing. Yes. So anyway, Terminator. Keep, keep film independent. Mm. Terminator, Robocop, eh, whatever. Here's a film that's coming down the pipe that everyone's going to agree on: Star Wars Episode Nine. <laughs> <laughs> everyone's going to get behind this. Um, it's entered production, uh, and the, the it's like cast... filming today, as a uh, recording, yeah, so. August 1st. Um, yeah. and, uh, the full cast, or, well, not all the full cast, but the majority of the cast have been announced. I'm sure we've got more surprises to come, because there's a couple of rumours and unconfirmed knocking about, but as expected, Daisy Ridley, Adam Driver, John Boyega, Oscar Isaac, Lupita Nyong'o, Donald Gleeson, Kelly Marie Tran, yay! Uh, Junus Swatamo, uh, Anthony Daniels, and Billy Lord all returning, 
alongside Mark Hamill, so presumably doing some flashback or force ghosts. Ghosty stuff, stuff yeah, hopefully. Um, stuff that they are unable to keep covered up, I'm guessing, hence the... Let's just say just, he's in just it. Just announced it, yeah. 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 Uh, also joined by newcomers Naomi Ake, uh, who's in Lady Macbeth, which I've not seen, but... I hear very, I've got, heard got, very heard good things, things yeah. about it. And uh, Richard E. Grant is one of those people who goes, oh no, he's not in Star Wars, is he? <laughs> <laughs> Should we put him in one? He's the kind yeah. of the person who. That's how Paul Bettany got the job on Solo. Really? Yeah. Like, he texted. Oh, yeah. He, he yeah, sent a text yeah. to, um, to, to Ron, Ron Howard. Howard being like. Because they'd worked together a yeah. shit ton of times. Really? Is that how it, it happened? Yeah, he sent a text and was like, Do you, do you ever get that feeling where you're lying awake at night and you think, I've not been in a Star Wars movie? And Ron Howard texted back and was like, Leave it with me. That's brilliant. Uh, it was, um, Knowing that Ron Howard was directing or not? Yeah. No, it was, it was after the name. It was after the change. Ah, because he replaced... Um, poor guy. <laughs> Michael K. Williams. Oh, yeah, he was, oh he, was, no. he was originally Black. the villain in that movie, but, but because of the reshoots. Because of the reshoots, he had to drop out. So Paul Bettany replaced right. him. Right. Originally, he was just going to get... Uh, Ron Howard was just going to get Bettany like a, a cameo or a scene yeah, as yeah. a character. Right, right, right. And uh, taking the like, full... Yeah. Within two weeks, it was like, well, actually, this is happening. Yeah. Um, would you come in during the reshoots and completely replace another actor? Bloody hell. He's like, great in that movie. Oh, he's really good in Solo. Yeah, I haven't seen Solo. Solo's, Solo's pretty good, man. It, it got a bit of a bad rap because it's, like, fine... Yeah. Yeah. Especially, but considering all the production bullshit it went through. That was the thing that really put me a off. It's a miracle no that it came out as well as it did. Like, it's, it's a Ron Howard film. It is absolutely serviceable. serviceable. And yeah. It works. Serviceable like, with if, moments of genuine warmth and charm. Yeah. And weird little hints where you go, that was from the Lord we, of Miller Cup. Yeah. When we were, it was just when, snuck through. Oh, Aaron when, when I was, yeah, when I was last year, we did briefly talk about the fact that it, it had been completely radio silent. Yeah. And the, the news was that Alden Ehrenreich just was not cutting the mustard. And I'm, well, did think, that end up being true? No, I, he's great in it. He's great th- in I it. I think what the, the, all the acting, it's not uncommon for acting culture to get brought in on movies. No, not at all. Um, I don't remember I, saying that, yeah. But I think it's, it was more well, that it was so simple. The, uh, <laughs> uh, it was more that I, from what I've been able to glean from various unconfirmed reports that have got out there, it was more that Lord and Miller were working in a very improvisational style, and that was also what was causing friction between them and the studio. Right, um, and that's not what Aaron Wright is not good at. Used yeah. to working in that sort sure, of sure, sure. way, and also you, when you're dealing with a sort of three hundred plus million dollar film, yeah. Yeah, like doing a de- you know improvising a bunch of scenes. I can see why Disney and it, and it would was go, pissing the writers no, off. Absolutely not, because yeah. it was because it was... it's not because it's not like a Judd Apatow film, for example. They're usually in very few locations. They're cheap yeah. as shit to make. You can just piss about because all these and people know each other. As and well, it's not they? to say that improv doesn't have a role in these kind of movies because absolutely it does. And you've seen it. You see it in the Marvel movies. But it has roles in little character moments. It doesn't. It's not like you shoot a scene. Oh yeah, yeah, Mike no, yeah, Lee, fucking oh. Mike Lee style. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. You can't. Like, I'm, no, no, I'm not making a judgment call on who's right, who's wrong. But I can totally see yeah. why <laughs> the the writers and and and, and yeah. why why that kind of buzz would be going around and why Lord and Miller would go because I can see both sides. Like, yeah. On the one hand, you can get these kind of moments of pure gold when you just kind of let the reins go. Yeah, yeah. But at the same time, you're sitting on a pile of money that is not yours. 
Yeah. So that you know, so that it's, it's, it's a tricky situation to find yourself in if that's your style. And I would imagine that the finance that, that there's talk that there of a bit of closing ranks going on at Lucasfilm after Solo didn't do so well. Hmm. Um, and sort of a reassessment of what's yeah. coming up next. Oh yeah, they've, um, they've, they've taken the 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 kind of spin-off stuff just off the slate entirely, haven't they? Yeah, well, I mean, yeah. they had well, Mangold, they Mangold's confirmed to be working on a Boba Fett project, but they've not greenlit yeah. the Boba Fett film yet. And of course, there's and been now it looks like it's some of them thinking about for later instead. Right, now. there's been rumours um, all over the place of an Obi-Wan movie well I think that's where they should but, give improv a go and yeah. just release um, Obergale's yeah. party Star yeah. Wars story <laughs> yeah. just do that that'd be fine just dress Gordon Miller and Ewan McGregor just fighting around dress Ewan McGregor gossiping pineapple as... pineapple chunks dress Ewan McGregor they go well with everything as Obi-Wan <laughs> give him a lightsaber to our younger listeners and a educate yourselves set. <laughs> give him a lightsaber and a fondue set Excellent. Yeah. Dressed as Obi Wan, yeah. and then just drop him in Tunisia and film what happens. Yeah. Who? Who? You McGregor. You McGregor. Yeah. <laughs> just anyone. Just anyone. Just anyone. Oh boy. No, yes. It's got to be you McGregor. You McGregor has been quite open about being down for it, being down a clown. Hmm. So, well, especially because like him being older than he was in the, the time of the prequels, he can very easily now sort of play even, even in episode 3 he was turning into Alec Guinness because how like he was doing a really good job of sort of approaching that feel because how set, set this like 15 years before New Hope and it's yeah. like yeah I'd believe that Would you, mm, 15 years might be a push because Ewan McGregor he's well, he's it, certainly older it, but he he's looked the same yeah. age since about 2002 yeah. well it could be that could, since like the force is sort of quietening the down the force is yeah. aging a little bit mm-hmm. I mean to be fair if Dumbledore is also living on like Tatooine, Tatooine to Michael Gambon in that flashback sequence in the space of 10 years according to 10 uh, years yeah the, the, the timeline of Fantastic Beasts and all that Jude Law to Gambon in the Half-Blood Prince flashbacks is about 10 years brilliant okay <laughs> So he goes from like business suits and sexy little beard and everything to like old man in it's, it's, in robes. Yeah, no, I don't even want to ask. I don't want to maybe know he, but then at some point he randomly turns into Richard maybe Harris he comes out worse for wear from his encounter with Johnny Depp. Uh, yeah, or does that only happen to women? Oh, oh! welcome to Comedy uh, Roast yeah. Brindlewald. Johnny Depp <laughs> slam. Remember. Fuck Johnny Depp. Yeah, um, seriously, fuck Johnny Depp. Yeah. Uh, oh God. I. <laughs> it's the new catchphrase of the podcast. So yeah, thinking, <laughs> thinking about like the, the the sort of financial risk that that I say financial risk. They know this is going to make a fucking ton of money, but Lucasfilm are being a bit more cautious. So I think that's got partly the reason why JJ Abrams is coming back for this, and also partly the reason why that he's said that Carrie Fisher mm. is going to be appearing in this film via unused footage from The Force Awakens. Mm. So I think that probably leans back again into the idea that they're going to be seeing some flashbacky stuff in this. And also, as well as rumours that Kerry Russell has joined the cast, um, we also have more, again, unconfirmed rumours that Han Han Solo? Harrison Ford... (laughs) Hans Ola, is returning uh, in some capacity. So again, I just want to hold this pair of dice that again. Might be a, there mm. are a thing that tr- exactly dice. what we predicted dice. in Solo. Oh, one of the first yeah. shots with him in is like a lingering close up of him putting the dice yeah, on a dashboard. Yeah, it's like, yeah. oh, you're retroactively trying to make it a thing. Okay. Also, another thing that's weird about Solo is that it sets up sequels. Yeah, that are never going to come. That might honest. never come now. Yeah. 
there's, there's, a, there's a deliberate, like, in the last ten minutes, there's a deliberate, like, this is a thing we're going to explore. Mm. Yeah, like, character appearance that suggests a new story. And, and were they, were they set up so you'd be interested it. in seeing, or was it just uh, kind yeah, of like... Yeah, but yeah. the same character in the world that they're suggesting has been explored in the TV shows. To a degree. And this is just, this is set during a yeah. bit, the bit we don't know about for the TV shows. For that character, it fits... Places that film timescale wise very nicely for that character before Rebels, before Rebels, mm. and after Clone Wars, after Clone Wars, yeah. Which Clone Wars? The three D one. The three D one. Yeah. Which no, is coming not, back? Not the uh, the like Samurai Jack. No, 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 no. That's not canon anymore. All the oh, all, is it not? All, all the film that launched Clone Wars about so Baby Jabber. It was superseded by the CGI series. Which they're coming back to make a bunch of episodes of that they didn't get to produce uh, last time. Clone Wars. Oh, that's a shame. I didn't um, know that wasn't canon anymore. I, yeah. like, I like that show. I, like I mean, it. I mean, the, the CG Clone Wars. Is canon, Nothing's canon, canon anymore. <laughs> They've reset it all. So the new the new expanded universe stuff is actually a lot more consistent and. Yeah. Generally better than all the a lot of the old shit. Like the comics, because they've got have been really they've got good. more of a handle on it now. Because they, 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 they've got the story group sort of with their fingers in everything to make sure it all lines up rather than after the fact a bunch of fans going, well, if this fits and this fits, yeah, then, yeah, yeah. and then but you've got to do this stuff and that might... Uh, um, and you haven't got those short story collections like Tales of the Bounty Hunters and Tales from the Mos Eisley Cantina, which give like, backstories to every single background character. <laughs> they haven't got any of that shit anymore. Nice. What happened to um, Ponda Baba's arm? <laughs> we Star need to Wars know. Story. We demand to know. <laughs> Inquiring I'm minds. We, I'm afraid we know. can't reattach it. It was cut off by an old man in a bar for no reason. It's already been cauterized. <laughs> it's like, I'm sorry. Can't do anything with that. You're going to have to move on without it. And then we just follow the arm. Like, what happens to it next? <laughs> and just slowly rots into the floor. <laughs> oh, God. Just a time lapse. Of... It's dragged away by a womp rat yeah. chewed a bit. And then it just sort of... <laughs> yeah, it happens. <laughs> Decays. Um, Sorry, we were talking about something. No, oh, and, and Billy, Dee, and Billy <laughs> Dee Williams. Yeah. Oh yeah, Billy Dee Williams. Yeah. Um, Although the very again, frail yeah, Billy Dee Williams. Like that's that's hey, gonna be a little. Baby, I'm here but, to hey, play Lando Independent. Because they've also made rumours <laughs> that this is going to be the end of the Skywalker saga. So it's not that we won't. We might. We'll probably end up seeing Ray and Finn and BB-8 and Poe again. Because uh, assuming they survive this one, mm. and assuming the actors want to do more than three, there's been some. Yeah, well, yeah. I think Daisy Ridley said she's not doesn't want to do any more after this. I think Boyega um, would be not for a while because he seems to he seems to be loving yeah. it. He's yeah. loving the whole thing. Oh yeah, well he started his own production company so he could make Pacific Remote Rising. Mm, so I think yeah. we know where John Boyega's at. Because right? <laughs> I just want to make cool that movie's shit. Not, I'm being cool shit. stuff. That movie's not great. <laughs> But he's clearly having a ton of fun, and it's and it is a lot of fun. Mm. <laughs> the so like, so when you say the end like, of the Skywalker saga, does that mean the Skywalkers, are, like as a kind of line, as a family line, well, yeah, they are if done? You've, if you've got, if you take it as everything well, like, we've seen so yeah. far, well, like Phantom Menace isn't about that, yeah. and then it is when yeah. Anakin comes into it. You're like, oh, it's the beginning of. The, what will lead to and that's kind of what the episodes have always yeah. been yeah so if you take Anakin, it as and then Luke and then this one I guess Kylo, Kylo that's what yeah, I mean Kylo is, 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 is Kylo the, the end last, of it the last scion of the Skywalkers yeah. basically he's the, the last the last cross of the Skywalker clan and yeah. also one of the big themes in in Last Jedi which pissed a lot of people off but fuck them was 
you know, that it's not important. Your ancestry is not important. It doesn't make you who you are. It yeah. doesn't make you more powerful. Which I didn't is... like that movie, but I loved that notion. Yes, yeah. exactly. Oh, yeah, I this is, yeah, really cool. I, I, is a... I don't think we talked about it when I was last here, but I did love that movie, yeah, so I am with I am with you on this. So we do... There's no balance in the force in this room now. There's no balance. <laughs> it just, no balance in the force. I just thought that was a really smart thing to be... Cause, but, also, but also people who've spent the last 30 years reading Expanded Universe stuff about the ongoing Skywalker dynasty beyond Return of the Jedi and like... It's like it's, it's, Han, it's the Han, royal. Like, Han and Leia's three kids and Luke's kids and Mom, their Jade grandkids and, and the legacy stuff. Yeah. And they're like, oh, give it fuck. What it, what it smacks of is... Um, it, it kind of explains how people were so easily able to kind of kowtow to royal families back yeah. in the day. Yeah, yeah. And you just put something on a name and that therefore becomes... Like the 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 the, the kind of um, merit, yeah. your own your own people's own merit doesn't seem to matter and because em- it's in favor of this just name. That emphasis on a family makes it feel like a smaller universe as well. Mm. Mm. And I think moving beyond, you yeah, have it, to move it, like Red Light Media always said, Star Wars is a very limited story in yeah. terms of what people want to see. Because it's just the stuff surrounding this family. But in yeah. terms of the story, the, the empire can tell. Yeah, like you could tell so much more than that. So yeah. to end the Skywalker story it would is, be a blessing. Yeah, it has so much potential and possibility that's kind of been hampered by this otherwise very, very good and solid uh, kind of backbone. Yeah. But that can only go so far. Yeah, and it should only go so far. Um, because that was that was always what put me off with diving into the old expanded universe before they reset it after a Disney acquisition. Is it was just endless looking oh and there's a new threat and so Han, Leia and Luke are going to have to get together again and with their kids who are growing up now one of their kids well, is evil, evil the evil nephew so, was a thing though wasn't yeah, it that was it was dark something Jason Solo who was the one of the twins because Han and Leia had three kids they had the twins Jason and Jaina and they had that's four kids Anakin no, the twins, Jason and Jaina. Oh, sorry, there was the twins, yeah. and then Jason uh, no, and Jaina. No. And then I think it was Anakin, and then Ben was Luke's son with Mara Jade. <sighs> That's the whole thing. Um, Thank God it's gone. And, and J- Jason basically turned evil, and Jaina had to kill him and all that stuff. But this was like, but fucking Luke was still knocking around, and Han was still knocking around, and Leia was still knocking around. Chewbacca got crushed by a moon. <laughs> <laughs> It's like that little end bit, yeah. you, you know, the, the, of the film where they'll like have the still shot yeah. of the character of what happened to them. Luke Chewbacca. still looking around, <laughs> still looking around. <laughs> Chewie crushed by moon. Yeah. C-3PO started his dream to get a law firm. Yeah. So, I mean, I love that about the new. Film. I love that they're like, oh yeah, everyone's really attached to these characters. Well, this one's dead, and uh, oh, this one's dead as well. Uh, oh, and this one, the story's gonna have Fuck. to be concluded. Uh, <sighs> Yeah, really. no, that, that was the really good. Carrie Fisher was just because I started reading her autobiographies and stuff. Mm. Oh um, yeah, after Force Awakens came out, and because uh, she was just on, she was just in the public eye more, and then I was watching her on stuff and realizing she's in some good form. She, she, you're, you're, you're a very engaging and entertaining woman. Um, and her, her autobiographies are just brilliant. Um, and she, yeah, that was such a blow, man. Yeah, because I think she really could have used. That's the name of chapter one, isn't it? Yes, it is such a blow. 
Um, <laughs> I think I think she really could have used a sort that of resurgence to the public eye as a re- as a as a platform to have a real renaissance. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. Rack and and it's just because that because they they've, yeah. they've came out and spoken about how episode nine was, uh, sorry episode yeah. seven was was Hans. Episode eight was Luke's, and episode nine was going to be Leia's. Like, yeah, uh, that that was the way in which it was kind of going to be uh, set up, and the way in which the various batons were going to be passed. Yeah, and it's, it's such a shame. Again, in a similar way to it. I mean, I I don't mean this to sound flippant, but it's it's kind of up there with um, the way the Dark Knight Rises kind of came. Yeah. Was yeah. Like I know that there was a plan there, and I just wish that I had seen. The way yeah. that it had come out, because we would have had three uh, tears, and he would have been in it. Yeah, and, uh, yeah. It, it, the, 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 the the story would have concluded in a much different way. Yeah, it's because it, she she had yeah. The, the, there was so much like life and energy that she still had clearly. Yeah, and it would just it would have just been so so lovely to have seen her um, kind of exhibit that. Yeah. A bit more before she passed away. But it's okay. We're going to have geriatric Billy D in a cape. So that's... That's the same, right? That's, lo- that's what we want, right? Williams, oh, I don't want to see that. Don't watch his Dancing with the Stars clips. <sighs> yeah, I have. Because I, I do remember you saying how um, yeah. how frail he now looks. It's like, just... I haven't seen how frail he looks. Like, voice he's still... acting sounds no different. Like, yeah. he's been, he played Lando in a few episodes of Rebels, and oh, Lando's right. been given more character because yeah. of Rebels. And he, I think he comes um, back for the... Uh, he comes back for in Robot Part Chicken and stuff. Well. Yeah, he did, yeah. yeah. He, he comes back for Robot Chicken quite often to do sketches of them as Lando or as just other people and yeah. characters. Mm-hmm. So, like, he's, he's still got it. The chops are still but, strong. Yeah, it's like Harrison Ford, you can sort of believably go, yeah, you're an, an aged action star that I can buy. But Billy Not D, so much Billy D. Like, we're yeah. talking, like, actual, like... Like l- real person, old person, frail. Yeah, like not like Hollywood old person. No, frail. Like, he's yeah. like, like he's like yeah. real person, frail. Yeah. Like, in, in, uh, in a way yeah. that like Harrison Ford just ha- he's just, not is not. Really. He just like isn't, he's, yeah. he's leather. The magic of weed. <laughs> he's weathered. <laughs> the, ma- the magic of weed and a Mother- pilot's license. Motherfucker survived a plane crash. Like yeah, and like you know several ton door falling yeah. on him. Like, so, yeah, what he, got you through it, Harrison? The thought of bleeding that mouse's wallet. <laughs> <laughs> okay, fair enough. <laughs> it, oh, let's delay Indy 5! I don't know what he's got mixed in with his weed, but I he's can't doing wonders for him. Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> That's the secret. Like, That's the definitely. secret. Um, <laughs> in other Disney news, so remember when Disney did that really stupid thing last week? Where they fired a man for making bad decisions several years ago that he already apologised for and demonstrably moved past. Uh, using, would... using a weaponized morality uh, of a very far um, right blogger and yeah. rape that's, apologist. That's yeah. the thing that I've got the real problem with. I yeah. don't, I don't, I don't, yeah. Them making a business decision, mm. whether you, I think you... it's bad or good, is, is one thing. But the clearly the reason that, yeah. behind the decision being made... It, it being is a f- crazy messed up, kowtowing yeah. to such a bad faith move. Mm-hmm. And I think we like, said, it, I think we said it last week. Had they taken longer than twenty four hours to come to a decision, yeah, but it was almost I think the instantaneous. removal of him from the project would have been a lot yeah. more like palatable and believable because it's like you've meditated on this, you've thought about this, no. and you're like, we just the brand will be damaged going forward if we do it. But because of how quick and reactionary it was, 
it was them basically cowering down to the notion of somebody who disagrees with someone politically turning it into a scandal against the company. Um, and as, Song as, of the South, anybody? Walt Disney's past? Downey Jr. before Iron is, Man? Like, oh, do, if we're really going to be this picky and choosy, like, you're not going to have anything. You're and, not going to have anyone. And as I said last week, it's not yeah. so much about James Gunn and his career. He'll be fine. He'll be okay. It's Somewhere else a, we'll give him a chance to make story, tell stories. It's Absolutely. about the way... It's the principle of the thing. It's yeah. the principle of the thing. It's about the way that someone, pure, acting purely out of spite, mm. like with no actual concern for the moral implications of what James Gunn did in the past, just threw a roadblock under his career, under... The career of everyone involved in the project, the project it's the itself. bad feeling of the thing, yeah. like, because and that the, the, those guys, those films have been so close to him, yeah, and therefore to everyone that he's worked with, and so anyone that comes in to this, it, like it, because it, it, yeah. it's 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 not going to be the same thing, and so the and the uh, the worry is is that. Yeah, this is on the grand scheme of things. This whole it, this is a minor thing, but this method scaled up to mm. to to more. I hate I hesitate to say important uh, to more um, socially vital things. Mm. Yeah, it's like say an election, hmm. then it's. It's if, very, if very worrying. Yeah. Like it, you think of how vast Disney is. Yeah. How, how huge they are. And, how and the fact that they have felt it necessary bigger. to kowtow to, uh, what is essentially, and like, and I, and I, I know, you know, I know, I don't want to kind of speak out of time, but the guy's fucking mental. Yeah. And he is. I think, I think, he, I think that's a more than I don't, perfectly accurate. I, I, think, I, I think that's a fair thing to Like Mike, Mike Cernovich is, and, all those who kind of are on the same similar wavelength are just on another planet. Yeah, I don't understand it. And the fact that Disney adds this huge corporation with all these various interests have deemed it appropriate to, 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 to kind of not, not, not follow by example, but to, to, to even give these it's, people the time of day. It's almost an insult to the intelligence of the public as well. I agree, Because yeah. it's Disney turning around and assuming that not only did people not know about stuff about these tweets and blog entries of James Gunn's that he's already publicly apologised for, but that people would also think that Disney didn't already know about this before they hired someone to work this on their massive temple. Is this because Disney... Whatever the outcome of this thing is, whether he remains off the project or he comes back or whatever it is Disney there is no version of this where Disney doesn't look bad yeah yeah because uh, either they knew about the uh, things you'd said and done yeah. in the past and had then apologized for and they thought okay and I that's it's fine very hard to believe that they wouldn't I, I as do I yeah I that's my assumption of that, as that being the case, which is one thing, or they had no idea that this stuff happened, and they, they, he then again publicly apologised for, and they hired him anyway, mm-hmm. and so they either knew about this stuff, or they didn't, and they still fired him, 
It's just like there's no there's no version of this that just doesn't make them look like no. like like completely unreasonable, unwilling to kind of engage in any kind of rational thought. Yeah. They just want to avoid scandal. And by doing so have kind of created their own kind of Yeah, they they've uh, made it worse for they've themselves. They've made it much, much worse for themselves. Like Mike Cernovich is his own sort of kettle of fish. Like he's yeah, he's, a, he's, he's he's a garbage person. And he will appeal to the people that he appeals to. But I But I, I, Yeah. Disney what, Disney what do? Yeah, Disney Disney Well can't be doing this. It, this it, is it, terrible. They're gonna look even worse now because pretty much all of the um, cast of Guardians of the Galaxy, the principal cast of Guardians of the Galaxy. Uh, most notably, Dave Bautista, very, very vocal, almost immediately in yeah. support of James Gunn, um, and continuously, and, yes, throughout. Like um, everyone else has maintained sort of a silence as they gather the thoughts. Yeah, uh, but everyone, like, oh. everyone else, uh, Sean Gunn was also quite vocal in defense of his brother, and very eloquent um, in terms yes. of how he put it. Um, mm. And <laughs> especially when he said, "Like I, I did not approve the jokes, yeah. and neither did Mum." Yeah, yeah. And you know, it's just like fair enough. But, um, like, and the same thing: the guy has made his career prior to this mm. by being provocative. Yeah, yeah. And don't get me wrong; the jokes that he made were terrible. Yeah, they were horrible. But are we not in a civilized enough position that we can recognize when someone is clearly apologetic for what they what they've done in the past? Yeah, have shown that they are capable of growth and moving on and acceptance of their own shortcomings. That's what these fucking movies are. That's what most of those Guardians of the Galaxy are. This is the thing. Like, you're making these films, Disney, and you're somehow in the real world, you're completely missing the point of them. Like, I, I, I mean, I'm not expecting people in a boardroom to even be watching these films, but it's just, it's just... It, the the kind of irony of it is just so staggering that I can't I can't I can't help but be kind of bowled over by it. And incredibly well, hypocritical from their stance too. Incredibly, I mean, they can they Song of the South is considered you know sensitive and offensive sensitive content offensive would upset some people um, because a lot of people obviously wouldn't look at it through that historical context that historical lens of oh they thought this was okay at the time this was the forties this was yeah. a different time and yeah. yet. Splash Mountain still still there. covered in in Brer oh. Rabbit and the music from that yeah. film, so it's that whole thing of bury the past, bury the past. Oh, that's doing all right. Well, we'll leave that. Yeah, yeah. James Gunn, how dare he do that? You're right. We, we should. We're going to get rid of him. Let's do that and create no fuss. But hey, Downey Jr. is the star of this franchise, and do you know what I mean? Yeah, it's like totally. the guy had. I mean, what he he come out of jail time like two years yeah. before well, Iron Man. Like, yeah. you, you think of the. Kind I'm of... not saying that you know five Yeah, freaking. Daddy Jr. But yeah, no, it's, no, no, it's, it's, it's the hypocrisy well, of Disney well, on the surface. Yeah, you could yeah. extrapolate it out to that, absolutely. And I, I remember last time and I was here, we were talking about um, Disney as a company having to be responsible. Because mm. um, we were talking we were talking about um, uh, representation yeah. at the time. And now I feel that as time goes on and the world continues to get madder and madder and madder, and it's, it's that D- Disney's <laughs> responsibility only continues to grow. Yeah. As as they do, as, as well as they continue to grow, yeah, and 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 their influence continues to spread, yeah, and they have in the in this instance really eschewed their responsibility. Well, and they have it's a really really disappointing 
uh, just the, uh, the rest, move that they've made. The rest of the Guardians of the Galaxy cast have openly called out Disney now. Well, I'm glad and to hear as that. As they've yeah. released an open letter, uh, I think it was originated on uh, Chris Pratt's Instagram account, and then um, I've seen it shared by Karen, all Zoe, the members of the cast. Tom, Dave, all shared yeah. it. Yeah, um, Vin Diesel and Bradley Cooper don't social media, so they didn't put it out. And I think Sean Gunn resisted at first reposting it because he yeah. made his statement, but he signed it too. Well, yeah. uh, and Michael Rooker signed it as well. We've got he the did, statement yeah. here. I'm going to share the statement because it's it's it. I think it raises a few interesting points okay. in addition to what we've been doing. Um, it's an open letter. It says to our friend, to our fans and friends. We fully support James Gunn. We were all shocked by his abrupt firing last week and have intentionally waited these 10 days to respond in order to think, pray, listen and discuss. In that time, we've been encouraged by the outpouring of support from fans and members of the media who wish to see James reinstated as director of Volume 3, as well as discouraged by those so easily duped into believing the many outlandish conspiracy theories surrounding him. Being in the Guardians of the Galaxy movies has been a great honour in each of our lives. We cannot let this moment pass without expressing our love, support and gratitude for James. We are not here to defend his jokes of many years ago, but rather to share our experience, having spent many years together on set making Guardians of the Galaxy 1 and 2. The character he has shown in the wake of his firings is consistent with the man he was every day on set, and his apology... Now one from years ago, when first addressing these remarks, we believe is from the heart, a heart we all know, trust and love. In casting each of us to help him tell the story of misfits who find redemption, he changed our lives forever. We believe the theme of redemption has never been more relevant than now. Each of us looks forward to working with our friend James again in the future. His story isn't over, not by a long shot. There is little due process in the court of public opinion. James is likely not the last good person to be put on trial. Given the growing political divide in this country, it's safe to say instances like this will continue, although we hope Americans from across the political spectrum can ease up on the character assassinations and stop weaponizing mob mentality. It is our hope that what has transpired can serve as an example for all of us to realise the enormous responsibility we have to ourselves and to each other regarding the use of our written words when we etch them in digital stone, that we as a society... Um, may learn from this experience and in the f- in the future will think twice before we decide what we want to express and in so learning perhaps can harness this capability to help and heal instead of hurting each other. Thank you for taking the time to read our words, The Guardians of the Galaxy and that is signed by uh, Chris Pratt, Bradley Cooper Zoe Saldana uh, Vin Diesel, Sean Gunn Pom Clementif, Dave Batista, Karen Gillan and Michael Rooker. I thought it was a really interesting point there where they said that there is very little due process in the court of public opinion. Yeah. That that is that that kind of, that 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 that's kind of really hit home for me. Yeah, because it is that is what That's it, isn't it? The judgment's yeah. been made by someone who he's got no no real power, but he has. And also no, in terms of the the Go on, sorry. He's got no moral compass either. No. He is holding someone to standards that he himself mocks the idea of. Mike Cernovich has boasted about raping women. Yeah. Date, rape, and, and otherwise. And you know, it, it's, it's, he's a it's, terrible, terrible person. It's in, And it's insane that he's even allowed a platform. He's, that he's, he's that verified he's, on Twitter. He's yeah, got hundreds of thousands of people following him. It's, it's mind-boggling that he's not in fucking prison. Yeah. But to be able to throw 
to be able to use some ill-judged, terrible fucking jokes... Decade old. ...to oust someone from their job. Again, it's not about the film. Mm. The film's going to be fine, whether James Gunn directs it. It's going to get made somehow. Someone's going to step... doesn't matter. It's not about the film. I don't give a fuck about the film. It's about what has been allowed to happen mm. and the precedent it sets for stuff that's going to come in, that stuff that's going to come in the future. Yeah, yeah. A billions and billions and billions of dollar company, yeah, has been made to kind of get to its knees at the whim of, of the PizzaGate guy. Of the PizzaGate guy. Mm. That guy. Yeah. That guy has called. Whether he does in the future or not, but he has called the shots on this one. Yeah. And that's fucking terrifying. It's freaking... And then the yeah. fact that uh, not Sinovich himself, but some of his sort of known friends and, and supporters have gone out and said, there are more that we're going to go after next. And they've already named Sarah Silverman and Pat, Pat Oswald. Oswald. Yeah. Uh, um, like Dan Harmon. Dan, Dan, Dan Harmon's already... Hit by it, yeah. There was... Um, I, oh, I forget... Um, an old sketch of his was oh. brought up. I mean, Dan Harmon has, by his, own, by his own admittance, got some shitty stuff in his past. Yeah, but um, in this instance, they were using a dark comedy sketch yeah. where a doll prop is uh, sexually uh, interacted with. Right. Yeah. It's bad taste. And they've been bringing that back up, so he's just deleted his social media. The, the, yeah, and there was... um, I, I, I forget who, so I apologise for that, but there's... Someone who was called out for the fact they deleted every single tweet. So 20 plus thousand tweets. Uh, yeah. Oh, it was uh, uh, Ryan Johnson. It was Ryan Johnson. He deleted yeah, that, all his tweets prior to, prior like, to this four year. or five months ago or whatever, yeah. And he, he was called out on it and asked us why it was. It was like, we're in a world in which this stuff is now weaponized and poisonous and used against And he's people. getting enough shit as it is. Yeah. And wrongly, very wrongly said, so, the last other year is great. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, and it's just like, we, we live in a world now where our own pasts aren't safe. Mm-hmm. And this is, this is the weird thing, and this is the weird thing about just, I mean, just generally about social media as a whole, because we are in this kind of weird transitional phase of like, what it is to kind of interact and communicate mm. and also and how the permanence of our past is yeah. that's a new thing for people and i think a lot of people still haven't got a sense of boundaries no like we to to varying degrees i think we've all had um that sense of um ownership and entitlement that some people we interact with have over us yeah or or with us um, obviously, none of us are hugely public figures. You, Charlie, probably the most, uh, definitely the most of uh, public of, of any of us. Um, mm. Well, yeah, but, I mean, oh well, we 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 we're not in small circles, but you are more far more uh, well known in the, in the public eye than we are. Um, You're in homes a few times yeah. a week. I'm in homes. Exactly. Yes. <laughs> um, so apologies to all. <laughs> <laughs> so it is. People do, don't necessarily always have those boundaries and I think that's something that people are starting to learn more and more and that sort of that sort of lack of rules almost it is the wild west a little bit we all know they're there we all know really 
in our in inside we all know what the rules well, are. Well, us three do. We but do, sort of, do do well, we as a whole? I think they, I think we do. It's just that we're not. Do you think Mike Cernovich knows that what he's doing is destructive? Yeah. Okay. I think it's intentionally destructive. Mm. But in this instance, it's it's yeah. for his own gain and his own yeah. self gratification. So he doesn't care about. The, I think he doesn't care about the ripple effect aside from what he can then utilize. I think mm-hmm. you're like seeing... he's not thinking about how it, this is bringing. You know, like again, we keep using the phrase but like weaponized morality to the forefront. And holding people accountable to things you wouldn't even judge yourself by in his case. Yeah, yeah. Like, it's, you know, he's not thinking about that side of it. He's just thinking, right, which lefty comedian can I piss off now? I think you've seen it as well with the rise of things like MRAs and the incel movement and all that bullshit. Crikey, Is a lot of this stuff, this destructive behaviour, is coming from uh, an internalised rage... Or a perceived um, inferiority that they have to project outwards onto. Mm. Like it, it, if you look at the, if you break the whole incel thing down, it basically comes <clears throat> down to the idea of no one fancies me, so everyone can get fucked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you know, to a, to a. I think every a lot of this destructive behavior is kind of based on variations in that mode of thinking. Um, like I'm not socially accepted so everyone else can get fucked or I feel like I'm not the top dog so everyone else can get fucked you don't yeah. share my political um, views so yeah. you can get fucked well, so, well, yeah, I'm not socially accepted so therefore fuck society yeah I think I think um, even though that might a lot of the time that's purely a perception because I get a lot of it particularly I think with a lot of people who are um, they call themselves alt-right but they're basically fascists um, you get that sense of you. It's not that you want to be accepted; it's that you want to be superior, and you're not. Yeah. Well, the because... the, the the issue, yeah, because a lot because all of this kind of stuff, like you take Mike Zernovich, for example, who is a straight white male. Yeah. And the, the idea of inclusion and equality to him, that's taking something away. And I, when yeah, in fact that's not. It's, it is by its very nature additive, which it's, is why I've never really understood the pushback against inclusion, diversity, multiculturalism. What it only enriches us. It doesn't take anything away from mm. us. It's like, and you get the common argument. You get you. It was all the rage here when the Brexit vote went through. I was like, well, we've got to keep the immigrants out because there's not enough room. There's plenty of fucking room. There's plenty of stuff to go around. There's plenty. You you take it into the entertainment industry. There's plenty of roles to go around. People just need to make more projects. There's plenty of jobs to go around. Yeah. It's just that they keep giving them to the same people to the same people rather than spreading it out. It's not about resources it's about distribution thereof mm. and it's the people it's it is the straight white males who are sort of gatekeeping all that and uh, like again because the, the and uh, i i'm i'm sorry my my lovely boys uh, to the side of it but like it's, it's it, but because kind of historically that's yeah. been the uh the go-to standard for well, this is um, th- those are um, 
He's knocking everything over now. That's Sorry, I've knocked it all over. <laughs> um, no, straight away, Miles, that, that, that's been the kind of de facto yeah. uh, alpha position. Yeah. And every, everything else is kind of um, you know, playing catch-up. And we're at a point now where that catch-up is very much happening. Where, where in terms of race and in terms of uh, gender, um, uh, in terms of orientation, all that sort of stuff. And there are those, unfortunately, who are going, well, no, but why, 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 yeah. like, you know, yeah. saying, it, 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 yeah, it, it, it's an incredibly kind of sort of complicated thing to kind of pick apart yeah. now because it comes with so much kind of history and baggage and all this sort of stuff. And a lot of the times, even, even me, like, I, I can understand where these people are coming from. Yeah. I can understand frustration if you, if you, uh, if things kind of haven't worked out as well as you might like, you might want to kind of blame things on the fact that there is, you know, the, the, you know, the so-called SJWs and the snowflakes and, you know, if, if things haven't worked out for me, that's yeah. because there are so many other people yeah. or types of people being introduced in the folds that, I used to be yeah. the only one there. Yeah, exactly. So I, it's, I, it's, it's, it's 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 a very tricky thing to kind of unpack. And I think I I think it's just it's that kind of mindset of it taking something away from you that you've got to sort of get people away from, and that's the difficult bit. Mm. It is because it's that that is that's the destructive. It's when you feel, um, I guess when they when these people feel. Uh, like they're, they're they're being deprived of something. That's the word I'm looking for. Jesus, I couldn't find it. Hmm. Um, uh, but again, I, I, that's that's only what I can infer from from what I've seen of it because I just I genuinely don't get how you get yourself into that much of a hole. Hmm. Um, and I speak, you know, speaking of someone who's had periods where things haven't worked out and I've been very angry and frustrated, but it's never felt like it's been anywhere else. It's, it's never felt like I needed to lash out at a group. It's or, not or because of the women or because yeah. of the anything minority. Or, 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 if it, or if it has, it's something that I've had to look at myself and go, yo, you, this is you, what, you're thi- what you're feeling, what you're thinking, what you're saying right now is wrong. Yeah. And I've had, and, and there have been times where I've had to have, kind of have that talk to myself. Even years after the fact, mm. where, where I was realizing that behaviors I had in, a, in certain situations were not cool. Because... But that in itself is a really admirable quality of yours, because we again we all have those. Exactly, exactly. Like, we like it, whether it's to do with a specific person or to do with a group or to do with uh, yeah. you know anything. Like, but the fact that you're able to um, be uh, introspective enough, I think to to you know. I think it's something we need to do as a society. Mm. And it's something we need to encourage, which again is why the James Gunn thing is so frustrating because it's someone who has made an improvement on it, themselves. Exactly. He's been he's, introspective. He's, he said, this is what I did was wrong. Yeah. And with his work post, you know, these, the, 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 his time as a kind of schlock trauma, um, yeah. director, he's, you've seen that because this is the thing with working as someone who's in the public eye like you've seen his kind of output yeah in real time of him growing and improving 
as a person. Yeah. And the fact that Disney can then go, oh yeah, all that's kind of, you know, that upswing of growth and improvement. Yeah, let's go back to point zero. Yeah. When you made this ridiculous, very bad taste joke, and we're going to judge you on that based on today's standards. Because if you, like, it, it, it's absolutely insane, and and the message of if you can never, if you can't, if you're not allowed to change, why bother? Yeah, exactly. He may as well and have continued and making Romeo and Juliet. That is a fucking poisonous message. That yeah, you want to kind of avoid. Um, and Disney should, particularly given how fucking big they are, they should know better. And like they, it's 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 incredibly disheartening. As we've alluded to. They're only getting bigger. Yes. The Disney Fox merger is happening. Oh, Com- are, we, are we changing topics? Comcast, Comcast have withdrawn their bid. Ladies and gentlemen, so, Matthew Watson presents a classic segue. A classic segue. <laughs> um, and, you know, yeah, we, we've just gotten deep about some concerning stuff about Disney. This is also concerning. Yeah, this what is a got, double whammy of Disney What you've got... Dickery. Let's head out of morality slightly and into Monopoly. See, all the headlines and all the sort of like genre and and, and movie website stuff are just like... The IP stuff, like, ooh, Fantastic Four and the MCU. Who's going to be Wolverine this time? The one Twitter moment about all this on the day was um, the future of the Fantastic Four might be with the MCU. It's like, great, great. Which... uh, 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 wouldn't blame you for being excited. Yeah, because that would a be good. Thought it's or, great, and hey, maybe we'll get, uh, we'll finally get home video releases of the of the Star Wars trilogy in its original form now, in new yeah. format. Maybe they'll have the rights. Oh to yeah, that was Fox who was holding that, up, wasn't it? Yeah, and uh, maybe the X Men will be retroactively put into the MC. This is all interesting. Well, there's no, so many whiffles is... and waffles that yeah. you guys can have, and they're gonna be joyous. Yeah, when they're gonna be waffles. This is percent of the story. However, the, the, all and these whiffles and waffles <laughs> and future joys have to be underwritten by the fact that this is going to lose a lot of people their jobs. These They're studios already estimating yeah. ten thousand plus in the first few months of it. Yeah, yeah. That's as the studios merge and departments join together and people are made redundant. It's also going to have a huge knock-on effect on the amount of productions that they're going to be able to put out. So we're basically yeah. taking one of the one of the big major stu- movie studios, probably the only people who can hold a... It's only really... Universal and Paramount are not the juggernauts they once were. So really you've got Disney and all its, and all subsidiaries. its subsidiaries. Warner Brothers yeah. and Fox. Fox. Yeah. Now you take... That's in the Western world, anyway. Yeah, yeah, but um, yeah, exactly. I mean, of course, that's not yeah, not counting world cinema and mm. um, particularly China. Um, Picture, although we have been exporting more and more to China recently. Mm. Picture, um, if you will, your nearest uh, shopping for or shopping outlet. You've probably got a McDonald's and a KFC in that place. Picture, if you will, that McDonald's bought KFC. KFC was no more. Maybe it's KFC with a few McDonald's project products, but eventually, yeah, it's just a McDonald's. Um. Maybe it's because I'm a hungry large man, but that analogy <laughs> I think sort of sums up that thought of, oh, that's kind of cool. Two things I like are now going to do thingy, and they're going to support them. That's brilliant. But this and in time, be... it's going to vanish. Oh, yeah. in, the, in in the in the metaphor you're using, it would be a case of two stores 
combining, but there would no longer be two stores. Mm. You wouldn't have yeah. the the, the you wouldn't have the KFC on one side of the shopping mall and the McDonald's yeah. on the other. They would somehow conglomerate and make one slightly larger store. It'd be McDonald's with a few the KFC middle. options. So therefore, but all of the people kind of at the lower rung mm. of of the of the ladder, keeping, they're all gone. We're keeping the Zinger. We're yeah. keeping the Whopper. Their favourites. A popcorn chicken. No, that's going to go now. Oh yeah, I like beans and sweet corns aside. No, we're gonna. We don't need that now. Yeah. Um, oh, we've not got room for, for like that stuff anymore. Mm. Oh, the twelve herbs and spices we don't have room. No, we're well, and also also just the people working the shop floor. Yeah. yeah, there isn't there isn't enough. Oh, we don't need as many people. Yeah, we're now. not we're making we're not we're not making as many products because <laughs> yeah. there aren't two different menus, so we don't need double the employees. We can do this with uh, maybe uh, a third of the employees. Remember what happened when Game bought Game Station? Yeah, yeah. There we go. Perfect example. Yeah. Where did the boutique go? Well, that was a long. Was that swallowed that. up in the same thing. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you, this is not going to. They're not. Yay convenience. Fox Yay as on the part of Disney. Good things. And Fox then you think as about part it. of Disney is not going to continue to pump out the same amount of productions it does. No. And the first things to go really are going to be. The smaller indie movies, mm-hmm. sort of, Fox Searchlight is probably Fox Searchlight is probably going to go the way of the dodo. Mm. You're going to get less. You're going to get less opportunities for up and coming filmmakers to make the films they want to make because they're going to be being headhunted to make big studio pictures because they're people who are too afraid to not stick to the script. Which is a which is a trend mm. that we've been seeing more and more and more mm. of yeah, yeah. in that space. Um, it's going to mean far fewer films are made per year, but with far more money being put into them. Yeah. Therefore, limiting the kind of artistic scope that they can work within. Because, like we've talked about before, if you're a director, particularly if you're a new director or a new writer, and you're sat on a pile of someone else's money, yeah. they're the people really dictating the shots. Like, ultimately. Yeah. And there will be times when... And don't get me wrong, Disney generally seem to be quite good at letting directors' voices come through, but they're still working within a very specific framework. Yeah, absolutely. Like they're not telling stories that are coming. Like they, you know, that that like I'm just as an exception that's proving the rule. Like with John Krasinski with The Quiet Place and with Jordan Peele with Get Out. Yeah. Like these are voices that are going to start being diminished more and more and like more so than they already have been. Absolutely. And as time goes on and as these, as the film industry is dominated more and more by these kind of super production houses. Yeah. It's going to be more difficult to get, uh, these kind of unique and I don't want to, I don't say interesting because you know they're, 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 they're but subjective unique and well let's just stick with you know, just unique um, voices kind of coming yeah. through regardless but, of what the quality of the final products it's important that these things are allowed to get made and come through and be seen because I, I know also just on a kind of pragmatic level if you're a filmmaker I, you need to cut your teeth somehow oh yeah and you need to make stuff and put it out into the world and have it be seen and have it be judged in order to kind of, uh, you know, uh, hone your own craft. Do you I don't, think we'll, I don't know. we'll see in the movie industry a lot of what we what we've both seen in the theatre industry, particularly in this country, where it is, oh, you've got to cut your teeth somewhere. Well, 
put all your money into this project that you're not going to get paid for and do it all in your own time. And... I wouldn't be surprised if, if, if the indie film scene... Because it's happened before. Like, the, the film industry kind of got weird and bloated and kind of overblown in the you know, in the late seventies into the eighties and that kind of there was a bit of a yeah. weird kind of depression there and then throughout the nineties that was when the indie boom kind yeah, of started. That was what well, it was when Miramax. When Miramax became a thing and they yeah. it gave birth to the Kevin Smiths of the yeah. world, of the Quentin Tarantinos yeah. of the world. And so th- if if this kind of creation of these like uber upper echelon crazy high budget you know 12 films a year let's say yeah um studios does that then leave uh, a vacuum to be then be filled at the bottom end of things and similarly yeah. and the games industry have had this as well yeah like uh, and it's gonna it's gonna depend on the barriers to entry and what distribution's like and until gone sorry until services like Amazon and Netflix start to open themselves more to stuff like this already made that needs a platform, you're kind of limited to self-releasing, which can be tricky, or hosting on a streaming service such as YouTube, which has no competitors and is constantly fucking itself as a platform. So it's going to depend on mm. what that platform is like and how accessible it is in terms of getting that stuff. Because I think something else we've, we've been thinking about this is that it's kind of going to tank the theatre industry. Not the theatre industry. Is it? Not live theatre. Not live theatre. The cinema the movie industry. Theater. Movie theatre industry. Um, because it's already a shitty experience. Yes. Well, yeah, well, uh, yeah. just to, to talk about the way that Disney handled the release of Star Wars. Oh, yeah, so Last Jedi was, it crazy. was... It was something like uh, you had to show it in your biggest screen... For a month, solid, um, and it was something like a fifty-fifty split on tickets to, so at least half of the revenue was going back to Disney, which was up on anything else that had been done before. Mm. Um, like it forced all the movies out, yeah, of smaller. But they knew that was going to make money anyway. They didn't need to do that. No, they did that to maximise their profits. And, and the second time they done it because they did it for Force Awakens as yeah. well. Same thing. Like this sort of bully tactic of strong arming cinemas to going. Oh, if you want this film, you have to do this. Yeah. And if they're also doing all the Fox's stuff or what, what the Fox's stuff survives, mm-hmm. Fox's portfolio. <clears throat> People are people are excited because there's more IPs under a creative roof, but that doesn't necessarily mean that they'll be utilised, and it doesn't necessarily mean yeah. that they will be like is Disney planning to make an alien treated, movie? Yeah, like, exactly. They're not going to make a fucking alien movie. Like that 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 stuff has a hard enough time getting through Fox, and yeah. then when it does get there, it's so it's got so many fingers in its pie, so to speak. Well, that, <laughs> yeah, quite. Hey, that it it's kind of a bit of a mess. Mm. Um... I mean, we. I mean, you haven't seen Covenant, Charlie, but I have not. Me and Chris have. I was uh, here last time. About it. You talked about it at length woof. when I was last here, and it sounded terrible. Oh, woof, man! It's not good. Um, it's a film. It's a film, and uh, that's it. It's a film. So yeah, it's worrying. It's it's worrying this Disney thing. It's it's happening. There's nothing we can do about it, and it's it's de- the film well, industry moving into second stage negotiations yeah. as of this week. Yeah. The film industry is as it so often is a microcosm example of what's happening in the rest of the world because this is happening with companies all over the world every day 
is bigger companies, small companies getting swallowed up by bigger ones and the monopoly increasing. Mm. And it, it is that um, dystopian future of being the one megacore. We're not, yeah. we're not that far away from everything being by and large. Yeah. Like it's, it's, we're, <laughs> we're heading that way. And go it's, rewatch Robocop, go rewatch Blade Runner. This yeah. is required reading. At it's this point. probably going to be Disney. Mm. Let's be honest. Which is um, weird considering there was some such dire financial straits in our lifetime. Like, yeah. like they were nearly bankrupt yeah, in our lifetime. Smart financial in the 2000s, they had troubles in their, their other studio. They were like early noughties, they were not yeah. doing all that well. Nope. But it's because of the things that Disney have built themselves up to be giants off the back. Of so studio. many, stu- of so many smaller businesses. That is, it, they Ma- is it Michael Eisner or is it his predecessor? Um, not predecessor. It was, it's Bob Iger. Bob Iger. Bob yeah. Iger. He's, He's just, just grown it and grown who, who, it. Who, 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 was, who was Eisner's protege? Um, no, it was the other way around. Was it? Yeah. Because yes, they worked together, but Iger, uh, sort of uh, earlier in Eisner's career, it's, they've got such similar surnames. Um, yeah. Disney, I yeah. was almost like his his uh, advice guy. Like he was younger, but it, he, he admired his perspective. And then it's that whole thing of it's reversed I, backwards. The student has become the master. I, there was a similar yeah, sort of name mix up. I just yeah. watched Lindsay Ellis's video on the new Beauty and the Beast film. I yes. just watched that today, and, and she <laughs> yeah, she's like she's talking about them too, and I'm like, wait, which Who? one's which? Who? <laughs> which is which one's Ike and which one's Eisner? Eisner's the one who forced celebrities into all the theme parks oh, so the rides no. age terribly really quickly no no Eisner's no. the guy who's like that? just buy that when are we getting that Captain EO home release um yeah he's cupping right at me Disney that's a thought happening that's a thought Family what? Guy is now will now be under Disney's banner Simpsons will now be under Disney's banner don't what a weird thought don't um, I can't Think say I've thought. Right, so about I, to get really confusing. I, oh yeah, I can't say I've thought about Be- Family Guy in about five or six years. Be- <laughs> that's, a health, that's a healthy way. No one else has. Um, before way. we get into the the emails, let's lighten the tone a little bit. Oh, oh yes, please. With some trailer discussion. Oh, which one? Of Venom. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it was so promising, but like. Nearly all of that trailer, you're like, like, oh, yeah, this, this like, might actually be decent. For this like 25 like years good. ago, it was super <laughs> So we had our crappy teaser a while oh, back now no. of, of Tom Hardy twitching on a hospital bed. Then we got our full trailer a couple months back. Uh, in fact, a few months back, because we did the episode called How, How Much Venom Is Too Much Venom? Too, uh, uh, too much. Any well, Venom is this, too much Venom. <laughs> We, we dived into no, the, the Avi Arad. Now. Well, we dived into the Avi Arad conspiracy and how this whole thing seems to just be the women Wait, desires of one. The producer. what conspiracy? Avi Arad. Avi Arad. Avi Arad. Avi Arad. Avi Arad. And how he's had a hard on for uh, Venom and Carnage since yeah. the nineties, since they sold so many toys of these guys and Riot apparently. Yeah, well, and <laughs> probably Scream and Shriek and all these. Freaking characters, but where Toxin? Where Toxin? Toxin was after the nineties, so he probably has never heard of him. Oh, okay, yeah, Fair same enough. with Anti Venom. Anti- um, but yeah, it's, what about it's... Uncle Venom? <laughs> oh, Anti- cousin Carnage. Anti Venom, Uncle Carnage. <laughs> oh, Mama Riot. Second um, cousin, twice removed. Shriek. Oh God, yeah. <laughs> Shriek's the yellow and orange one, right? 
I don't fucking know. I think so. <laughs> I think so. Shriek's the one that's on the Spider-Man ride at Universal because reasons. Venom. I know Venom. I know Carnage. Probably for rights reasons. They probably didn't use Venom or Carnage because they were like, oh, we might have to discuss something further. And I know Toxin. Yeah. That's it. That's all I know. Anti-Venom. Oh, yeah, I guess. Agent Venom. It's, it's, that's Venom. The Sinister Spider-Man. Also Venom. Angelo. Also Venom. Yeah, fair enough. <laughs> um, Same symbiote. <laughs> Who's Venom now? I don't know. But um, Eddie Brock again. This tra- oh Christ! Well, I think just in time because this trailer for Venom is the second full theatrical trailer that we've had for the Venom movie, uh, starring <sighs> Tom Hardy Tom and Hardy. Uh, what's her name? Michelle Williams. Michelle Williams and Riz Ahmed, and I think a few others have been announced from the cast. But uh, essentially, it's Lethal Protector. It's how you tell a Venom story without the inclusion of the Spider-Man part of that story. And as such, this trailer just comes across as the PlayStation 3 game prototype turned into a movie. Man, experiments, finds out by experiments, gets experimented on, or in this case, gets hijacked by one of the experiments that decides to use him. And I can do a gooey arms T-1000 thing. Yeah, and it talks to him, and there's and, a bit there's a bit yeah. of the darkness kind of visuals there, where it's like head snakes yeah, around to talk I hadn't to him. Th- I, and... I hadn't thought of the darkness until now, yeah. Yeah, it's, 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 there's very much a lot of that. You see Riot briefly in the trailer doing carnage, giant axe swinging arms thing. Yeah. So like, they're, they're drawing on the visuals, but again... The whole thing sort of screams of Arirad is obsessed with that thing that sold toys and he loves it. That's why he forced it into Spider-Man 3. And here he is. It's no different. But, but this three-minute trailer spends its first like two minute 40 seconds being kind of interesting. Yeah. Like, it's obvious. It's Weirdly very obvious. good. Yeah. I, th- I think like, the Venom stuff. We the know Venom well what the story is going to be. really cool, I think. And he is talking because we hear yeah. him. In the last trailer we heard um, Eddie. Stuff. Eddie. But in this one we... We all just turn. We all like, have, we all have a voice. We all just turn into lunch. <laughs> <laughs> but like in, in, the, in, in the last trailer, it's all, for our, it, it's all for our impression portfolio. <laughs> uh, this is our uh, Venom ADR voice reel for twenty eighteen. This is my Tom Hardy. It's all of us just Doing going Venom. Your sky mobile is different. How many? How many of these? How many of the voices you can do are Tom Hardy playing someone else? <laughs> uh, <laughs> All of them. <laughs> but like, we, we, definitely, as, as a, I was a fan of Venom growing up in terms of like, it was a Spider-Man villain I enjoyed. And as we've discussed Well, because you were, you know, four when it was Yeah, popular. you were a fan that's of Venom true. because you were growing up. That's very Once true. Once you grow up, you were no longer <laughs> yeah, well, that's, a fan that's, of Venom. That's the thing. 2000s come around, I enjoyed the Daniel Way miniseries. I like a bit of the Rick Remender stuff with Flash Thompson and, and, and Agent yeah, Venom. I'm not, like, this is kind of cool, but I am over the original concept. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think he's a bad Ooh, character because I don't think characters as yeah, simple as that, but I think he's been very poorly used a lot. Yeah. A lot of like, there is a lot of interesting potential with yeah, like, sure. this kind of like bizarre world mirror flip version mm. of the Spider-Man, and he, like, I, I like, uh, like uh, the idea of something kind of tapping in to someone's kind of deepest, darkest, like most primal side of themselves. Yeah, is a potentially really interesting thing. And I don't know if that's something I'm seeing. Yeah, well, no. the thing is, he's definitely talking like Venom. He's walking like Venom. They've got the visuals down pat, whether it looks a little too cartoonish or not. It's well, Either way, it's like, that's definitely the thing a live-action depiction of Venom that looks more like Venom the thing than I the previous live-action iteration that I like is that 
of course he hasn't got the spider because he's not so they've bigged up the veins and made them white yeah so he's got those like white veins which look which are are just evocative of it enough to avoid legal action to avoid legal action (laughs) they've gone the the ultimate Spider-Man route of of Venom's like just naturally got white eyes and teeth anyway and everything else is just Mm. you know big purpley like black and blue lumps and veins and big biceps and And also they've already had the dialogue so they don't say symbiote anymore yes thanks (laughs) because it was um, it's um, uh, what's her name from Parks and Rec who in the previous trailer Um, was constantly going symbiote Uh, and it was just like a Aubrey Plaza no not Aubrey Plaza no no no, no, other one the one that's like money please oh um Jenny Slate Jenny Slate (laughs) yes she's in Hotel Artemis actually is she indeed she's very good isn't it is she I was going to talk about Hotel Artemis this week but I just want to get to emails (laughs) after this so so, um, not, I'm the only person who's seen it. Anyway, okay. um, well, I, I remember a while ago I was saying the way to do this: if you're going to do your R, your R-rated or your at least darker PG-13 Venom movie that's not attached to Spider-Man directly, yeah, you do a take on the Flash Thompson version of the character of the characters. You don't use Flash because he's yeah. often Spider-Man Homecoming shouting "Penis Parker" every five so seconds. Good. But like, oh, the kid from uh, um, Grand Hotel Best, yeah. Grand Budapest Hotel. Yeah, <laughs> imagine him as Venom. <laughs> Now that's the Wes Anderson movie I'd like to There's see. There's the Wes like Hollywood. Uh, almost as much as I'd like. Give to us the, a call. Almost as much as I'd like to see the Wes Anderson X Men film that someone made the parody. Oh god, that was great. Excellent. Yeah, but so like you, you can do it when you have like you know it's the military thing and the idea of of like we are we found this creature we've got this thing and we figured out that if people like wear it and use it for a, sh- a period of time between like two hours. They can control it. They can utilize it. It can be used in combat zones and for covert missions. And then we get you out of there. We detach it from you immediately, and then we only deploy you when it's when it's needed again. That's the idea behind the Flash Thompson arc when that begins when he becomes Venom. That's the Agent Venom. Agent Venom yeah, stuff, yeah, yeah. yeah. And that's great. And it's like wow. So you could have done not Flash, create a new character, and that would have been really cool. And then you can end your movie with it going AWOL and shit. And if you then want to bring it into a Spider-Man story, you can. And the next time we see him, it's the big. White eyes, teeth, have, uh, like, spider on the, the chest. It leads itself perfectly to the post-credits thing. Yeah. Of it breaking away and it kind of crawling into someone's bag, like a little satchel or something. And then hand comes, grabs satchel, pans up, hits the face. It's Tom Holland. Yeah, like, like perfect. Boom. You know, not is, is not he, Peter Parker, just actual Tom just Holland. Tom <laughs> just Tom Holland on the way to the camera. Guys, someone just wiggled into my bag. Have you seen I need this? to spoil it. It's really weird. <laughs> Spider-Man 3, Home Away From Home, or something with home in the title. Home, home. home Spider-Man 3, Home Alone 5. <laughs> lost in New York oh. again. Home Alone 5, Lost in New York 2. No, it would be Home Alone 6. This has already been a Home Alone 5. Yeah, because don't 4 and 5 Peter star... Parker versus Kevin McAllister. I was going to say, don't the later Home Alone star Kevin McAllister just played by a different actor and the time's reset? It, oh, right. Home Alone tangent. I <laughs> <really> <laughs> I believe, in a thing if I remember alone. correctly, Home Alone 1 and 2, Home Alone 1 and 2, fine. Home Alone 3, unconnected story with a new cast. Different guy, yeah. Home Alone 4. It's back to Kevin. S- no, same again, unconnected thing with a new cast. But the same Kevin Wait, how many of them are there? Home Alone 5. Ah, right. Was a, was similar to Adam's Family Reunion. Yeah. It was a in picture of a TV show. It was a... It was a pilot. Stealth pilot yeah. for a TV show reboot of the franchise. Is that what Adam's Family Values was? 
I yeah. Uh, oh no, Valley uh, Reunion. Reunion. Sorry, the straight to video um, one. By oh, I never saw that. I could be wrong about that. I'm going to double check. Well, yeah, because Joe Pesci's character's in that one, but it's played by a different person. No, uh, not Joe Pesci's character. The other one. Oh. I think. Other guy. Marv. Yeah. That guy. Um, let me let me double check. <laughs> in the meantime, alone. let's fill some dead air. Yeah. Uh, 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 Venom is a thing with stuff. Yeah. Yes. I, 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 I missed a little bit of your chat because I, uh, right. I was we, otherwise indisposed. We were, spiel, we were spieling the potential plot and, and the Aviarad's okay. hard-on for because Venom. I, I have... <laughs> I, 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 I'm really, really torn with Venom because... The talent involved uh, is nuts. The talent involved yeah. is nuts. Yeah. Because... You have Michelle Williams, you have Tom Hardy, you have Riz Ahmed, yeah, and who again, like you were saying before we recorded, the track record for these three in particular yeah. is phenomenal, almost flawless, and particularly, I can't, I'm struggling to think of a scenario where every single one of them has a bum steer, yeah, <laughs> like all of them, like oh that that is a kind of a bit of a. A bit of a swing and a miss mm. on all of their slates. It would be highly. That unusual. would be weird because I don't. I I don't know if I can think of a a film where it, like just the level of quality of the people involved mm. is is so high, and for the. If for it to for it to miss as it, widely as I feel like it could potentially, it would be weird, but it would yeah. be appropriately Sony. Be, <laughs> <laughs> there's one thing Sony Sony Pictures can do: it is fuck up a sure bet. Like yeah, it's you know they do nothing but fuck up movies. Mm. I mean, they could cannot be, make a good decision. It could be that we come away. The film is dire. But those three stand out as being brilliant just good in, in the middle of the sea of shite. I don't know because Tom I mean, Hardy has happened with films before. Tom Hardy in this doing his weird Eddie Brock voice. He sounds <laughs> oh, like. Sorry, I was trying to go to Parasite. Uh, yeah, go over yeah. here now, and uh, I'm a reporter. Eat a brain. He sounds like he's doing <laughs> an impression of Eddie Izzard's impression of Christopher Walken. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's doing the uh, to be. Not to be. Is this what he's trying to do? Because, That's a question. Because because uh, he is now in a in a, in that kind of rarefied era of actors that has got that kind of just weird ass delivery. Like yeah, because he's he's in that kind of his lungs, pancreas. So what are you doing? What the fuck are you doing? I'm just what having fun with it. Sorry, the the, the thing's yeah. gonna peel back now. Okay, everybody, I'm Venom. <laughs> like a turd in the wind. Oh, that was that. The, that's where it loses yeah. me. That's where it loses me. It's just the, the weird tonal switch in that last thirty There's, seconds. Wait, what? Wait, what? What's a turd in the wind? And then, oh, sorry, I got a pair of shite. I'll see no, you I'll later, Mrs. Chen. Mrs. Chen. I'll see you later. Goodbye now. <laughs> it's, it's so. It's just, it's just odd. I feel like if you're gonna lean into the antihero thing, lean into the antihero thing. Oh yeah. Don't make a joke out of him mutilating this. He literally killed the dude. Yeah. Yeah. Like or like because presumably the full like ultimate absorption thing like where they just sort of turns them into a husk and sucks the life out of them. No, like it sounds Carlin, like he's just straight or... up eating dudes. Because he does it twice in that trailer. Well, yeah, he, he, he threatens to eat someone and then licks him. Yeah, but then and what then, happens next? Yeah, well, a couple of years. that's you know um, I've licked my dinner, have I? No. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> surely it depends what it is. You lick lick the melted butter off a cone on the cone. 
Except it's a person. <laughs> in the middle of the street. Yes. Um, <laughs> Who's possibly shitting But yeah, himself. just like that. And it just, mm. it's just, it's <laughs> like a really, it's like a really shit version of the To The Pain speech from Princess Bride. Yes! Yes! Again, it's in the wrong context because it's like this comically over the the top threat. It's the wrong film. This comically over the top threat, but then to this person who's like, what? He's knocking over a bodega? Yeah, it's like like he's a guy just robbing the store. So they're going the lethal protective route, but the film is trying to convince us that it's a dark, serious, kind of scary, semi-body horror flick. I mean, you see the other people with the symbiotes, like, being straight up blobbed. I wonder if if the... Because if the symbiote itself is personified well enough... Yeah. And that its kind of sort of uh, MO is, I don't give a fuck, I just want to fuck people up. That's the thing. Like, it's what you, I want to do. You nosied on this. You understand why I'm doing this. I'm going to use you. Yeah, and yeah, then yeah. we're done. And like, that, yeah. that the Eddie Brock thing is I don't want to hurt people. I want to be, I want to be, I'm a good person. I want to be good. At a, and for them to kind of meet in the middle mm. where I'm going to fuck some people up, but they're going to be people that are like knocking over Let's Mrs. Chan's store. We're yeah. going to knock over Mrs. Chan's store or whatnot. Yeah. You're an armed robber. I'm going to eat your face. And arms. And seems legs. like it's disproportionate retribution. It does seem slightly <laughs> yeah. out of whack. Like, I it's don't a, know if it would hold Spider-Man. up in court. No. It's Sinister insane. Spider-Man. Like, I think it's the yeah. first time the spider in a, in a Marvel comic where they just flat out are like, yeah, the person wearing the Venom symbiote right now has just eaten a body part and yeah. someone to prove a point. And it's when Matt Gargan, the Scorpion, was Venom during Omen Osborn's dark reign yeah. over everything. He was masquerading as Spider-Man publicly as the, in the Avengers. Um, and there's a mini-series where it just follows Gargan as the fake Spider-Man and, and you know, him fighting crime and being like, this is kind of fun. I'm enjoying this. Scaring the shit out of people, stealing some of the money they've stolen before so handing them over to the police. This is great. And one guy, it's like, who is it? It's like a really obscure it's really obscure villain. animal-themed villain. It's like the armadillo or something no, it's like not, that. No, it's, it's something furry. And he, do he, do he, make, he, make he a note of this because this is going to link into my question later. Okay. Yeah, right, he bites okay. their arm off and eats it in front of them. Cool. And I remember reading that in like 2011 going, I think that's the first time we've actually seen a Venom character act, genuinely devour a body part. Yeah. This is freaky. He's cool. handed over to the cops with did, one arm missing. Who did the bleeding. art for that? It was really cool. It was great, wasn't it? It was really sort of spiky lines. Yeah, and yeah that was great. Almost watercolory. But, but that made sense because it was like, oh, Matt Gargan isn't like Eddie Brock. He doesn't have some form of moral compass in there somewhere. Mm. He's just a nasty piece but of work. Because this is what I was saying earlier about what the potential of Venom could be. Like in a similar way to the... The, uh, the Purge, if you've ever seen that. How it's this kind of really dark... I was like to of... call it a final major project turned into a movie for yeah. some reason. Well, well it's it, it, just the idea <laughs> of it anyway. to be played and white, and it's the... basically a final major project. <laughs> um, is this kind of just really dark wish fulfillment? Yeah. And like, yeah. Because there is this kind of element of us all that's just really kind of Imagine horrid. this level of freedom. Yeah, and just like, what if you just didn't give like you think you don't give a shit now what if yeah. you really didn't give a shit what if what if you, what if you gave no and what if you gave no shit at if all you actively gave negative shit yeah <laughs> you gave my took shit. shits away <laughs> yeah like a turd you took the shit the wind. Wind. <laughs> you took shit oh your shits like a go that's that, um, that, that turn of the wind line is going to be like, do you bleed, you will. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of ridiculousness, isn't it? 
Especially when it pops up in the, if it pops up, it wouldn't surprise me if that's not in the film. You think if if they sort oh, of oh just because like, the yeah. reaction maybe yeah just people like that's a shit line literally it's because it's kind of okay Thumbs up. I'm really like, weak. that moment is kind of okay <laughs> and then until he says that. that line yeah like the threatening the guy yes is it's it's only made silly I, in context by that last again because well, uh, you know the Eddie Brock character better than I do but. In a similar way to the way that the uh, uh, Tobey Maguire Spider-Man, yeah. when he was symbioted, mm-hmm. and his version of that was just being really, really lame, <laughs> <laughs> like they're, they're like just this kind of greasy. Uh, I can't go with this. Y- yeah, his hot legs. Oh, <laughs> that movie's awful. But like his version of <laughs> the sy- Raj. Yeah, not his his version of the symbiosis was bringing out his darkest version of himself, which was just a slightly lamer piece. He's, he's a he's a trilby away from being an MRA, like <laughs> straight up. And so I'm wondering if definitely hangs around the, on movies for him. I don't I, I I don't think Eddie Brock justifies this. But maybe you guys know better. Whereas, is it possible that his version of the symbiosis creates a lame enough guy that would come out with that kind of line? Quite possibly. Is Eddie Brock that it, lame? It. it I'm gonna they, go, they, back, gonna go back to the old comics adage. Yeah, they're definitely going for that version of Eddie Brock. It depends on the writer. Yeah, <laughs> no, they're definitely going for that old version of Eddie Brock. Where yeah. he, he's not necessarily a stable guy. No. He thinks he's doing Let's the right thing, but is a bit selfish and will usually take the route that... But, but the thing, the difference here, I suppose, is he's not playing off of Spidey. So you've not yep. got that thing of, Parker's the good guy, Brock's... Brock could be a good guy, but he's a bit of a dick. Like, yeah. here it's just like, Brock's a good guy and a bit of a dick, kind of. He's a nice asshole, yeah. Because yeah. okay. they have that, that moment he in Joe's nice trailer... Ass- We're talking about, I'm a a reporter, I've followed people, you know, I've had to follow people in commute and stuff, and you, you are a terrible reporter, and he said it to the person in the shop, like, implying that, you know, there's going to be a thing where he knows he's being followed by someone who knows what he knows, blah, 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 so it's like, I, I, I just, a thought struck me while we were talking about, like, his temperament, I think I know what puts me off that scene, and it's not the turd line. Go on. He's in bright, he's in bright fluorescent light. Why does that bother you? For that kind of a monster, it just sort of looks a bit weird. Yeah. It, yeah. Like, it, it does just, look weird. Like, it would look okay Particularly in a, when it does the split face thing. Yeah. And then, we are Venom. And it, I mean... And fanboys like, in 1992 it, just their Well, I mean, it just on a kind of just aesthetic level, it looks garbage. <laughs> Earlier shots where you see like his, his eyes and teeth warp a bit that don't looks, look as bad. They're no, like, no, that oh, looks fine. Cool. When yeah. when it's either regular Tom Hardy face or weird like juicy venom face, juicy. that's fine. But when it is the weird split, and as the two of them, like he couldn't look more disinterested in a studio than he does there. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't look right. It looks weird. Yeah. Like, I I am I am honestly shocked that Tom Hardy took this project after passing on Suicide Squad. Which this is this, said, this is why I'm torn. Was, he said this it was a I'm... scheduling conflict, but was it scheduled with what? Was it? But then again, he's been involved in this since day one. Like yeah. in the moment they began production, they announced they were working with Tom Hardy possibly in the lead role, don't... and then 
From oh, like three or four months before shooting began, there was photos of him in the t-shirt hanging out in the studio. Does he just really so he, want he to be, you know, participatory? Has this, this been his dream project all these years and no well, one Well, possibly. Know. I mean, it may well be because it is... Because... Uh, People like, like It's out of season, but like maybe 40 now. Yeah. So when Venom was big, he would have been in his late teens, his yeah, early 20s. Yeah. So, I mean, it would make sense. And... The... I just keep. I just can't quite get over the his lack of his lack of um sort of fuck ups career wise. Yeah, like he's got this as well, which is not had, good. He kind of had one because he he, he was a bit of a because oh, so. oh yeah, yeah. oh no 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 like yeah. no no I mean like pre yeah like since he's been in a position where he can pick what he wants yeah, to do yeah um I would say that he's picked very well yeah. This is War being the very, very notable exception. <laughs> um, and similarly with Michelle Williams, similarly with Riz, like they're all in positions now, I, well, I think so anyway, I can't speak for them, but they, they all are in positions, it I think, where, be, yeah. where they can pick what it is they want to be doing next. Sony's got some dirt on them. And they've all, the they, all three of them have picked to do this thing. And just the, with the cleanliness of their record, I can't. I can't. That's that's the that's the thing I keep getting stuck on. Um, because I just think, why would you? The money's good, the, and the, their the Sony money. The Sony money is that what it is? Yeah. Is it the Sony money though? Because and, yeah, anyway, Jack Black's not coming back for the Sony money. It, well, he's, anyway. not, he's not voicing Slappy and Goosebumps too, but that's a whole other thing. Oh, that's um, a shame. Yeah. Um. Let's let's get into some emails <laughs> because I don't want to talk about Venom anymore. Um, <laughs> I'll wait till when is one. it? August? No, no, we're in August October. now. Yeah, October. October it is. Two months. Yeah, yeah, not, not far away. We'll look forward to that episode. Um, <laughs> this one is left over from last week. It's a non-SDCC related question from oh. from our man Daniel. Ah, oh, yes, because um, we had an SDCC related one, and now this is a non SDCC related one, as indicated by the title, a non SDCC related <laughs> question. Fair enough. Um, yeah. So once again, guys, if you want to email in bigdampcontact.gmail.com. We're not going to get around to everything because we've got places to be, and I really need to pee. But uh, yeah, oh, let's yes. read some email. Um, this is apparently me doing you. What? What? Did you buy me a glass of wine first? Hello, big damn individuals. I was listening to last week's podcast discussion about what Doctor Who era would sacrifice for the return of our missing who. This got me thinking, and I wondered if I could apply <laughs> a similar idea to Hollywood. What films would you like to save up to buy or remake, and what projects would you sacrifice to achieve it? The f- what? <laughs> for instance, right. I would sacrifice Age of Ultron in its entirety, or Iron Man 2 if I can shuffle timelines for a brew... Br- Blu-ray special edition of Thor. I can't. I can't speak. Uh, Wait, what's happening? The Dark One with all Christopher Eccleston's scenes put back in. Thanks once again for discussing the thoughts of a demented nerd. Yeah. You're not doing this guy any favors if you're demented. Yeah. My my impression of Chris is just to talk really fast, basically. Oh, Oh, that's an impression of Chris. You didn't even bring up the freaking Robin Hood thing once. No. Um, So, so, what was the what was the question? Uh, So. Is it MCU specific? No, no, no. I didn't even hear the question, sorry. We were talking uh, the week before last about what we would sacrifice, what Doctor Who would sacrifice. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That's the one I've just listened to. Bring back. You want to get, like, you both went, I want all the 60s stuff, 
I'm getting rid of Capaldi. I'm getting rid of Paul McGann. Uh, Paul McGann. Not because I don't like Paul McGann, just because it... It's 90 minutes, it's, whatever. Yeah, it's 90 minutes. And he's in other okay. stuff. Also, Paul McGann. Um, I love Paul McGann. Uh, the real Paul McGann. Real. Uh, <laughs> um, so, da Vinci, so, it's a pocket monster. What film? <laughs> what films would you like to save, rectify, or remake, and what projects would you sacrifice to achieve it? The um, example he gives is... Get rid of Age of Ultron or Iron Man 2. Oh, okay. In return for a proper version of Thor The Dark World with all the Christopher Eccleston. I don't think there's a proper version of Thor The Dark World. No, it's like, I think no, it's like yeah. the Snyder Cut of Justice League. It doesn't exist. <laughs> it's a myth. Um, or a pith helmet. Um, oh, isn't it? Yeah, there's no limits. Oh, uh, man. Um, get rid of... Get rid of everything alien-related after Aliens... For the Blonde William, Camp film, for no, for William Gibson's Alien Three script, nice. which Dark Horse are adapting as a comic. That's the monastery. No, that's the uh, space station airborne virus version of the yes! Alien, and it shifts Ooh, focus yeah. onto Hicks. I going okay. forward. No, that, um, that's a good one. I would like to. I would, <laughs> even though it probably wouldn't have been any good. Mm-hmm. I would quite happily sacrifice all the Zack Snyder DC stuff for George Miller's Justice League Mortal. Oh, the the one yeah. with the one with the man. The one with Hammer. Hammer. No, the the what's his name? The 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 Lone Ranger. Yeah, Army Hammer. Army Hammer. Yeah, the Army Hammer. Batman and Megan Gale. Um, Wonder Woman and Martian Manhunter and all that stuff. It probably wouldn't have been very good, but it probably would have been more fun than what we got. Um, yeah, no, yeah, yeah, guarantee, yeah, when the standards are as low as they are. Yeah, like, the only way is up. The only way no, is up. They cancelled them. Hey, we got Fury Road. Um, we got Fury Road, and Fury yeah. Road is pretty good. It's pretty fucking great. What about you, boyos? I've got mine, Chris. Do you have yours? Uh, I think. Can I sacrifice something before it's come out? Uh, I guess. Yeah. I would sacrifice. I'm pretty sure this is going to be on your radar as well, Chris. I, I okay. would sacrifice the uh, the rebooted Buffy series, yeah, for a act for a live action adaptation of the Dark Horse uh, comic series. Yeah, Ooh. sounds good. Can yeah. I do that? Sounds good. Yeah. Is that allowed? Yeah. I'd be down with that. Because just to see like how they do Giant Dawn in they, TV they, and things like that. Well also because I have not read well, the Dark well, Horse well, series. And I, I have no intention not. I have no intention <laughs> of doing so. Yeah. And um, I would like to see it. And but, I, but I would also how very good. I'd also i I'm also not really down with a remake of the Buffy series. So, yes. so. Yeah. Sequel? Se- continue, continue, continuation it, it, with new characters. The, yes. the, the whole series, the whole kind of... You missed uh, it because you, cause the you whole... haven't... Because you haven't listened to last week, but we had this exact conversation last oh, week. Oh, you have. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. sorry. But, but again, like, the, like, the PS of, yeah. of Chosen is... Every, everyone who could be a slayer yeah. is now a slayer. It's, it, yeah. it's it's the, the whole series yeah. sets itself up for sequelization. Yeah. It's all about the next person. Like, yeah. so-and-so dies, there's another one. Mm. So there's no need to reboot the fucking thing. Exactly. It's insane. Anyway, so that, that, I think that would be my one. That's just the first one that came to mind. I would uh, chuck, as much as I enjoy this one, Batman Forever, and while we're at it, Batman and Robin, into the flames of eternal damnation to see what Burton's third and final Batman would have been. 
Ooh, that's a good one. Billy D mm, and Keaton in the role. That's a good one. And finally, his version of Robin. Like I, I, I would be intrigued. Would you see that? Oh, and also get rid of Superman Returns and have the Burton Superman Forever. Was it Superman, Superman Forever? Lives. Superman Lives. Yeah. Um, oh, to see Nick Cage as Superman. Oh, that's high loss. That's kind of that's tempting. It's that's very it. tempting. Um, I, I mean, I, demonstrably bad. I still, but tempting. I still have a. I still think that Superman Returns. There's a good film in there somewhere. And somewhere. There is desperate to get out, and Brandon <laughs> Routh is. I think was kind of oh, was that a cat in the background? Was that a human um, cat? That's. I think Brandon Routh was. Uh, I thought he was good. Yeah, I, I really I, liked him. I think he's great in everything he's in. I, yeah, I've, I think uh, in getting, the little I've seen him in. Yeah, I, th- I think he's he's getting a new lease on life sort of now as in the DC TV stuff. Um, so there is that. Mm. Um, but, yes. Hmm. While you're here, Charles, shall we... I think the other stuff we can kind of push till next week because we're in over, but let's... I know you have some things... I have a couple us. of questions, if so you, if you'll indulge let's me. Let's do this. Do okay, the so, Charles. So, my... my <laughs> I'll, 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 I'll first indulge... Uh, um, my girlfriend's question yes. is coming via me. So, <laughs> via well, me, wait, 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 wait. Are you the messenger? Phrase that badly. <laughs> um, I, I, <laughs> oh, that was a delayed reaction. Sorry. I, that. um, bloody hell. I, because I, I mentioned, <laughs> I mentioned to her that I was, I was coming on oh, yes. today. Yes. Again, phrase badly. Did you remember your pants? Um, <laughs> Sorry. And I, 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 and I, I, you know, I told her a little bit about, about the show and about your kind of purview. And her response was, oh, they like talking about kind of, you know, um, 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 uh, um, Oh my god, what's the kind of girl? You're, you're miming swords. Yeah, sorry, sorry, no, no, yeah, my, my words are, are failing. Are they talking me. about swords? Um, yes! Swords and Trilbies is uh, an MRA podcast. I, I, I tried to. I tried to, <laughs> to. Yeah, I tried to explain a little bit about oh, you know, the, the, the topics that the show covers. We just wit of it. You know the trivial stuff that doesn't really matter because we're all going to die one day. Yeah, yeah. We talk about that. And so, so her, her question is about The Sims. Okay, I Ooh. played very little The Sims. So if you've Ooh, played so The Sims. So I've you... played The Sims, I've played very little. Okay, so her question okay. is as follows. Yes, okay, okay. What were your Sims gaming habits? <laughs> were you career driven? Um, Relationship focused? No, it keeps going. Yeah. Or did yeah. you prefer spending time on your interior design? Oh. How long was it before you discovered oh. foreplay on Sims Hot Date? <laughs> and did you ever do it in the shopping mall changing rooms? How long? Oh, also, how long on average was it before you left your Sim to fend for him slash herself? How did you finish them off? <laughs> So there's a lot of question in there. Oh um, if you, I, I, I can go back if you'd like. Again, I have played very little Sims, but the little ha- I have played, I have kind of, mm, I've given into my baser instincts and made it a cruelty simulator. Sure, because of why not? Because why not? You're a god. That's probably why I don't play much Sims. Yeah, yeah. No, because I, I see the darkness within myself reflected <laughs> yeah. in the screen. I think. <laughs> As your creations I'm, wither and die. I'm a terrible person. Sure. I'm a not a nice man. Um, in, in it's it's of, your sadism coming out. Yeah. In terms of the specifics, I would just 
I would never really have a goal in mind. I would just fuck around with the mechanics to see what I could do. Right. Because I never owned it. I was always playing it with someone else's place. So so it would just be a case of, oh, let's see if I can get away with this. Get away with this. So it would just... Mm. Literally, my entire experience with The Sims has just been a couple of hours on it here and there, pushing the boundaries of what I can get away with in this. (laughs) What can I get away with? Excellent. What will this game let me subject this virtual person to? Did you and were you doing it to yourself? Like yeah. a version of you yeah, that yeah. was there. Or version of me and, and, and friends, like Right, okay. Because you'd always build all your mates uh, or your girlfriend at the time or whatever. Right, okay. You know, I similarly with me, like I had well, I had the complete kind of inverse of that where I made myself and I kind of just saw how far I could take it. Yeah. So I ended up, sort of generationally speaking, I ended up with, like, great-great-grandchildren. <laughs> like, I, I, I was a really... You know, I wasn't a very academically-minded teenager. I had a lot of time to go. A virile young sim. A virile young sim, but not a virile young child, oh, unfortunately. Well. Um, yeah, so, uh, did you ever, Christoph, did you ever play if this, it makes, Chris? If it makes you feel any better, the only one I ever played was The Sims 2 on PS2, I yeah, think. Yeah, there was two for me as well. Within the first half hour, they had uh, defecated <laughs> all over the kitchen floor. Good, good. I kept getting them to clean it up. By the time they cleaned it up, it made them sick, so they'd vomit. Excellent. By the time they cleaned that up, they'd poop. And after half an hour, I went... My memory card is going to be used for something much better than this. Yeah. And I stopped playing. It's just the poop vomit vomit simulator. You just can't... It's a circle you can't get out of. Now, I keep meaning to check out... They've just started a new series over on Giant Bomb of 13... It's called 13 Deadly Sims. Yes, yes, yes. I've heard about uh, this. Abby Abby Russell, Has made uh, sim versions of all the Giant Bomb crew. And it's basically just seeing how she can kill them. See how long they last. See how long they can last and what will eventually kill them all. So, yeah. So, Matt, that, Matt's a sadist. I'm a sadist. I, I, I did it's my best sad. to kind of see what my own grandchildren would look like. <laughs> and Chris ended up sodden in his own vomit and feces. Oh, I've been there before. Is that, is that, is that, is that the kind of basic takeaway? That's, that's the basic takeaway. Yeah. If it, if it helps expand at all the possibilities. It's basically the inverse of real life. I'm gonna summon, <laughs> I'm gonna summon, I'm gonna summon the, the voice from the ether. The voice from Dumbcast the ether. That occasionally appears. Voice from the ether. Uh, we offer you this sacrifice of a lovely Charlie. In exchange for your <laughs> oh, Sims, God. In exchange for your Sims stories, a wise voice of the ether. He both his arms, then both his legs, and then his face. Leave him rolling down the street like, like a, a turn, turn the wind. The wind. Okay, <laughs> what, what is, what is, what, 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 what is your goal with the Sims? And how, what is the nastiest way you've dispatched of your Sims? Oh, I kill them. I really, I really do. I loved it. Yeah, I, I played the Sims since it started. Um, I've had it on pretty much every platform. Um, I was that kid that would stay up until about four in the morning playing it. I would have my main Sim. And then I would get married and kill my... Oh, wait, I shouldn't say this because I'm getting married. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, that's fine. Is your main sim you? They call her no, the Black my, Widow. It was just... <laughs> it didn't look like you. No, no, no. Um, so I would kill my spouse and I would have them lined up in the back garden. <laughs> yeah. Lined up in the back garden. Like, I lined their graves up in the back garden. I would, 
I would I would do the classic of have a pool and I'd they'd get in and I'd take the stuff out and build a fence around it so they can't get out. And I'd build a room and have a fireplace in it, set the fire and take the door out. Sure. Um, a, a cheap cooker and somebody that can't cook, they'd set fire to themselves. Uh, fireworks in the old days. You're like the yeah, we're talking about Adam's family values. Yeah, that's, this is that's these are like, murders that can only be committed in the context of The Sims. I hope so. Because, yeah. I, um, <laughs> that's impressive. Those days where you did make a version of yourself. This is really well, That was the sad. only version. That was the only way I did play it. This was really sad. Okay, right. I was going through my Johnny Depp phase. So I made me. And I made my husband Johnny Depp. <laughs> and, um, and You've he... done so much. Like, I mean, you, you, you quits in with Chris. Yeah. <laughs> he's, he's actually leaving the room right <laughs> Oh, sorry, I'm just, pl- I'm just plotting the best view for my grave yeah. in the background. No, I'm doing this so don't I don't have to. Do I do it on the sim so I don't do it in real life. Oh, is that how that works? Yeah, I just get it out of my system. But yeah, so I'm married. Sim, boot up the computer quickly, <laughs> quickly, <laughs> so she doesn't kill again. <laughs> so I married, I married Johnny Depp. And um, Ooh, my move. He, oh, yeah. which in two thousand and four well, was the, the apparently fine. Oh. He, he subsequently cheated on me because I said. Oh, he, then, uh, did, then did he beat you? Oh, 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 oh. Wow. Wow. Oh. I'm, I'm gonna just move straight past. Oh. You, you do it. You go. I've had a beer. He uh, I, you know, allegedly. You can set it. You can set it so your know, Sims live whilst you're not on it. Yeah, yeah. So he left me for the maid. Arnold Schwarzenegger. Sorry, David yeah, yeah, Beckham, yeah. Jude Law. <laughs> so I, so I killed him. Oh, I locked him nice. in my room and I, and I and I didn't let him have anything and he just starved to death. Peed and starved to death. Well, so the, the, I, I, I feel like this is quite kind of uh, illuminating for you, Chris. I just, just be aware, know. never wrong her. Never. Well, now, now I've got uh, vampires on PS4. I've got the Sims with the expansion pack. So if the husband does die, he comes back as a ghost. He does. I've been and watching he, that. He does. Yeah. But yeah. people don't do that. Wait. So like, if you get the Chris, vampires expansion just pack, be, just just be ghost, safe. does that mean you need to get the ghost expansion pack? Screwed. Back? No, 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 <laughs> Screwed. No. Welcome to the family. But you can't have ghost children. That's really annoying. And no, here's ghosts, my other. I don't have children. No, I know. <laughs> it's not fair. Or exist. The nightmare. Thank you so much, Voice from the Ether. And now I fly away. Oh! Bye! What the audience at home couldn't see was her doing wings. What else you got to ask us, Charles? <laughs> oh, yes, this is my own I'm personal question. Sorry. Sorry, yeah, to, to, to keep we you. Are, we are running long today. Long. So apologies for that. Not that my, my, my question, which <laughs> I have wanted to ask for a little while, was superheroes, right? Yes. Yes. What's the deal? That's no, the- <laughs> <laughs> no, no. <laughs> Hey, wow. I continue. <laughs> um, you've got you got bats. Yeah. You got spiders. Yarb. You got octopi. Yeah. You got gorillas. Yeah. All the cool animals. Yeah. So a bunch of animals, right? You've got a very smorgasbord of kind yeah. of you've got a, base, a veritable zoo. Yeah. Running around the you know the 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 world saving it. My my question is. Slightly pronged in one. What is the coolest animal that has not been used as of yet? Okay. And how would that? How would you? How would you use it? <clears throat> okay. And two. 
What is the absolute lamest animal that is currently used? <laughs> wow. That's, that's a big question. Yeah. Okay, um, is that coolest a big... animals that's... that have not been used? Um, as far as you know. Um, uh, yeah, that's a tricky one. The voice from the ether is whispering Squirrel Girl in my ear. We're going to talk one. about... Don't worry. We're going to get to Squirrel Girl. Squirrel Girl's great. We've yeah. already pitched our Squirrel Girl Squirrel Girl, girl has here. beaten Thanos With and Galactus. She's great. Yes. <laughs> and she's played by Rachel Bloom in our yes. fictional version of a musical movie. Yes. Um, <laughs> God damn it. Not. Uh, uh, Girl is coming up though, isn't she? She's mm, coming up in one of the shows uh, prob- that they're working on. Uh, probably? Maybe? I mean, sure. Why not? There's so many of them. There's so many shows. She's probably going to be in Titans. Oh, <laughs> she's got a cross company. So she's going to be in Titans. Shows. And she's going to come on and she's going to say, Fuck Captain Fuck America. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna let myself have a bit of time to think about best ones to use because I'm I'm not sure about that. But we can talk about worst ones. Currently. Worst ones currently, yeah. There are there are so many, like just super lame there is, animals. There are. I mean, there's kangaroo in the realms of Marvel and like yeah. deadliest villains. There's the kangaroo, squirrel girl. Squirrel, Squirrel Girl is awesome. great. Wow. Is there a snail? Snails uh, are pretty lame. I'm not sure um, if there's the, a snail. There's, there's Armadillo. The Porcupine. Porcupine. Uh, Frogman. Frogman's he's great. He's a hero and he's brilliant. Frogman's yeah. great. And there's Toad. Um, yeah, yeah, also Toad. Yeah, yeah. Um, we've got... <laughs> and the rest. <laughs> uh, the Slug. There's a slug. Obscure daredevil villain who's just massively fat crime boss. Excellent. But not like... Like King Pimble doesn't wash himself. He's like a ball. He's like a, he's like a ball. <laughs> he's, um, he's the Sims version of Wilson Fisk because he shits himself yeah. and then Excellent. doesn't clean it up. There's the owl, of course, who's also a daredevil villain who was in the show briefly but obviously not as the owl. Yeah, he's just character. an elderly um, mob man. Owls, owls are pretty good though. Owls are pretty good. Yeah. Like they're quiet and they, they, you know, they kill mice and I'm stuff. I'm going to go... <laughs> In terms of ones I would like to see, I'm going to go with... Fetish information incoming. <laughs> How dare you? Oh, I'm not worried um, what it actually is. I'm not into those tentacles, man. <laughs> they're, they're just into the tentacles. They're just into me. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. God. Uh, I, I'm, it's just a tricky one. I don't know. Chris, have you got any thoughts on, on coolest animals? In terms of cool animals. Currently uh, Um It's not necessarily a cool animal, but I just like yeah. the visual. And I'm sure someone's done it at some point. Can we just have someone who's got the head of a hammerhead shark? I know DC have had like King Shark oh, yeah, sometimes as a hammerhead. I'm sure there, there is. street sharks. Oh, yeah. the street sharks! Remember yeah. street sharks? Oh god, the yeah. Those promoting. Was it called street sharks? Yeah, Vin Diesel's like, first like professional gig yeah, was yeah. as an actor in the trailer talking about how awesome Excellent. they were. Yeah, it's like a promo video. He's terrible. Features. Um, I mean, oh god, this is, I mean, it's a really good one. How about something like ah, uh, oh, because there's got to be dog. Th- are the dog themed superheroes? I don't think they're like proper the retriever. Proper the... good doggos, like <laughs> the golden retriever. Like stolen something, I'm gonna get it back. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> then throw it again. I'll bring it back. Who's a, who's a good boy? Because like <laughs> the traits of a dog: loyalty, determination, protectiveness, ticklish tummy. Ticklish tummy. That's yeah. a big one. 
being a good boy. Being <laughs> being the goodest boy. Who's the goodest boy? Um, they don't shout out. They don't shout out like a dog signal into the sky. They just shake some keys. Having <laughs> and it's like, huh? what was that noise? Having really cute puppy paw pads. Yes, they and very soft, very soft little wet noses. Yep. And adorable ears. So like, they're less fighting the, crime than more just distracting crime. They just, crime. They just stop, <laughs> they stop a bank heist by just rolling around on their back asking for belly scratches and being adorable. You know what? Yep. It's, not, it's, not even, it's not even like um, a half-man, half-dog hybrid. It's just a dog. We're just, just going to send a dog in. It's just a dog yeah. with a cape attached to its collar. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh my god, does it, does it fly like crypto? Does it have laser beams for it? It's just, nope. it's a, just it's a good boy. Just a dog. It's a <laughs> On, so It's just a good boy. That's the tagline for just, the film. He's just it's, the good On the poster, boy. he's Doggo. just a good boy. And, and I don't mean, I don't mean like a dog who is a superhero, like just, underdog, yeah, just, or bolt. I mean like a man a yeah. who is... Pretending to be a dog. Oh, you're oh going to, he's you're got a body of a man. He's got the body of a man, but the soul of a dog. His suiting up montage is just finishing off his so it's a, bone and rubbing some vaseline. No, it's him just licking his testicles. It's a grown man. <laughs> Who stops crying by lying on his back, exposing his many nipples belly to oh. the criminals and asking in a very manly voice, scratch my belly, please. Please scratch my belly. I've been ever such a good boy. Such Put a, down that TV. Such a good Put boy. down that TV. Put down You're that not TV. robbing this family today. Or I'll wag my first. tail. Well, it just goes in from nozzles. Yeah. I'm going to lick you. <laughs> he shows up at the crime scene and he just goes... <laughs> it's just um, a man on all fours. Eventually, the girl's just like, it's so fucking weird. <laughs> just the guy completely naked <laughs> with a cape attached right around his neck. Okay, we, uh, I, we I am Dog Man. <laughs> now scratch my belly. And his psychic's Oh no, Dog Man. Dog Man's, he's got his lipstick out. <laughs> <laughs> He's gonna cock his leg. Um, oh, oh, I'm his now. <laughs> I don't think we can top that, boys. Um, Did we say cool? I don't, I can't remember. <laughs> I don't think we can go oh, anywhere God. from there. Oh, the only way is up. We've hit rock bottom. Oh my god. And what better way to um, end an episode oh. than on the lowest rung of the base ladder? Ladies <laughs> <laughs> and gentlemen, if you want to get in touch with the show, you know the drill. Big Dumb Cast really on Twitter. <laughs> Big Dumb Contact at gmail.com. We'll get around to more of the emails next week. You can watch Matt go live sporadically on the Big Damn stream on Twitch. <laughs> um, you can oh. also uh, just like sort of sit out front of wherever we, we are at the time and growl and we'll come out hands in the air whatever yep. whatever if you, you just do, roll over on your backs and ask for belly rubs <laughs> what, we'll be there whatever you do do not under any circumstances do not send us fan art of Dogman oh my god I didn't whichever know, interpretation do, you're thinking I did not know this was a thing I wanted I'm gonna go against do, Matt do not just do that 
be it the, but the, the canine in a cake or the naked man on a lawn. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. <laughs> Don't do it. Actually, particularly if you can do Chris and or Matt <laughs> as Dogman. If you were if you were Dogman, what breed would you be? Ooh. Which is the one that's the oh <laughs> Mm, maybe a, maybe a Doberman. I would be a French, like a big one. I would be a French bulldog. Yeah, yeah. <gasps> Difficulty breathing. Yeah, like, like too purebred. Yeah, You're too pure for are, this world. Are we talking? Are we talking be... form of dog, spirit of man here, or no, man spirit, spirit of dog? Spirit, form of man, spirit of dog. Oh Christ! <laughs> oh right. In that case, no, no, no. Yeah. I'd be a small one. I would be a French bulldog. I'd be which is the one that the people have. In I, mean, their... I would lie on my which side and the, not be able to get my other arm on the chihuahua. floor. A chihuahua. I'd be a chihuahua. <laughs> very, very vicious dogs. Oh, are they vicious? Oh, vicious. They're, I mean, they're tiny good, and friendly. They, is what they're I good want. guard dogs because they're so um, easily uh, um, alerted. Alerted, yeah. I want tiny and friendly. Whatever Small, that dog is. Dogs. Shih Tzu. A Shih Tzu, then. <laughs> yeah. Is they they tiny and friendly. They're tiny and friendly. Too okay, small, I'll be a Shih Tzu. too friendly. <laughs> Arguably. In any case. Do draw as much and as sexually aggressive images as you can of both Chris and Matt as Dogman. And please send them to Charlie. What's your Twitter handle? At Charlie DeMello. I will retweet all of them. I want now these. Now that, that's how you use your platform. Oh, <laughs> and on that note, Charlie, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you so much for having me, boys. Once again, third time's the charm. <laughs> Oh we, god. Yeah. We'll be we, back next week. We possibly and... for therapy, maybe for a podcast. <laughs> but definitely for Ant Man and the Wasp. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, Christopher Robin. It's gonna be fun. Uh, oh, I might bother. not be able to see Christopher Robin. But either way. I look forward to hearing it. I'm I'm Do you <laughs> I, I I have resigned myself to the fact that I'm probably gonna hear it. <laughs> <laughs> oh fantastic.